was I supposed to do? Just let him die? Maybe. <laughs> Ten years ago today, everyone. <laughs> Ten years. Uh, welcome, one and all, to the DCE eulogy. <laughs> we had our DC. We had the funeral. Now it's time for our last words before, I guess, Ezra Miller just fucks everything up and learns nothing by the end. So in real life, too. Um, yeah. Uh, nothing ventured, nothing gained. And everything lost. Everything in pain. <laughs> this is crazy. I, I feel like it's kind of funny timing because we we didn't even plan record like by the time this comes out it'll be after the 10-year anniversary but we're recording this now june 14th 10 years since uh man of steel first came out 10 years since the last of us came out damn nothing could happen (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding There it is. <laughs> Were you anticipating that? I was. I was anticipating either that or Prowler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm used to you saying that about part two, but. <sighs> <sighs> it is funny. I, I saw this. I saw Man of Steel in an early screen uh, because Walmart was doing this like thing where like you go in. I think I don't know what it was. I think it was. I don't know if you could just buy a ticket from there or like pre-order or if you had to pre-order something and then get it. But like uh, it's like without I don't know if you remember this, but like when Amazing Spider-Man was coming out, they re-released the Raimi trilogy on Blu-ray. Like with their yeah. with very bad packaging, yeah. Like just <laughs> solid blue backgrounds for all the movies. But that's all you need, yeah, that's all you need. Spider-Man um, got blue on his outfit. <laughs> just ignore the fact that in two of those movies, it almost looks purple. This is literally just the prototype of the Insomniac cover. Oh yeah, uh, but. But yeah, I got Spider-Man 1 on Blu-ray and it came with this like gift set of like Amazing Spider-Man. Like it had a bonus disc and it came with like um a reissue of a uh, of ASM 6. I, whatever the, I think that was the Lizard's first appearance, which whatever comic was deliver, was the Lizard's first appearance. They reissued that and that was it was cool. I think it was 6, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, Walmart was doing a thing for Man of Steel and Basically, you got this really cool Superman. Uh, I think I still have it somewhere. I need to like check one of my drawers, but it it was like this uh, this ticket that had like a cutout of the symbol and like a poster. It's like special screening event ticket, something like that. So I saw it like Thursday, and this is like right after I graduated from middle school. Um, so I was just like, I got nothing to do. I got nothing to worry about, even though I'm supposed to be, you know, doing homework over the summer because I failed my typewriting class. 
<laughs> Man, fuck those classes for like trying to like make you type a certain way. Like, I'm sorry, not everyone's hands work the same way. I have carpal tunnel for days. I cannot type like a normal person. Did you ever have typewriting class in middle school or something? Uh, not really. No. Yeah, my school did this where it's like you know you know the standard thing of like you got to have these specific fingers on the like ASDF JKL keys or whatever, and like move it up a certain way so you can like type efficiently. And it's like this is some it's like a <laughs> no, it's not like that. It it's like it, it's so bizarre. And, like, I don't know if I can say it's ableist, but, like, <laughs> like, like, I have working hands, but I'm sorry, I did not grow up typing that way. I type using my two index fingers. That's right. all I need. And I, it works fine. Like, I, and I'm sorry, that muscle memory couldn't work for me. It didn't. So, sorry for that tangent, everyone. That just... Gave me a bad flashback to my youth. Um, <laughs> much like Man of Steel does. I'm kidding. Yep. Every day. <laughs> but Every day I wake up to hear Paul Kent say, maybe. <laughs> Kill them all, Clark. <laughs> uh, yeah. Drown them. Drown the bastards. <laughs> Throw the bus into the sun. You could do it. Listen, Clark, if you're going to display your powers, you got to take over. It's the only way. You got to kill everyone, Clark. <sighs> this obviously does not happen in the movie. We are making a joke. I don't know why... <laughs> <laughs> we don't actually think this happened in the movie. I hope everyone knows that. Right. <laughs> I'm very unsure of that. What? <sighs> anyway, <I> well. <laughs> Anyway, welcome everyone to new episode, Boulder Punch. I'm Alec. I'm Brian. And like Brian said, this is the DCE eulogy. We will be discussing the highs, which are very few, no lows. The one high. One high. (laughs) The the one high, the two or three mids, and then the valleys. Then the valley, then Death Valley. (laughs) We're Undertakers from. Yeah, we're Undertakers. I was gonna say. <laughs> what if he actually was from Death Valley? What if like Mark Calloway was from Death? His parents went out there and his mom gave birth in the middle of Death Valley. He just rose from the ground. <laughs> just this, this fucking. Skeleton crawling out of the desert before forming into a human like fucking ego <laughs> and going, I gotta wrestle. <laughs> and I just miss- start sprinting towards the nearest arena. I miss being a child and thinking the Undertaker was real. Right? 
I miss being like, he's so cool. He's 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 a real dead man. Watch him beat up Edge in that main event. Like people with superpowers are real, and they channel it all in the wrestling. My heroes for real. <laughs> They're just like Spider Man. <laughs> Maybe nope. you no. Know, looking back, Spider Man was ahead of his time. <laughs> Damn right. You know what? He really was. <laughs> Get superpowers, and he's like, I'm gonna have the most believable gimmick ever. <laughs> that's my goat. That's my that's my that's my man. <sighs> now now nowadays you just see Mark Calloway wearing thin blue line t shirts and you're like, oh well that's yeah. not fun. <laughs> I miss when I didn't know who you were. Like on the inside. <laughs> and then you look at the Saudi Arabia match. Um, there's a specific clip from a top 10 list from parts unknown it's like top 10 worst wwe matches in saudi arabia and the guy is like um who do you like vince asks the saudis we like the undertaker can he still wrestle um says vince looking at the undertaker in his hospital bed more machine now than man yeah kind of kind of yeah we got to figure out like when, like if we when we do an episode on wrestling, like how it will be. We can't just do it on the topic as a whole. No. Ugh. But uh, yeah, no. How how are you doing tonight, Brian? It was your birthday yesterday. Everyone say happy belated birthday to to Brian. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm... I'm 23 now. I'm old. My bones are are brittle. My 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 skin's made of paper. Wait till 24, brother. Yep. My my heart attacks put me to sleep every night. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm doing good. I I spent all day today playing Shattered Dimensions. Base as one does. Game right there. I was I've been replaying it too. I need to It's it's fun. Yeah. Like the only reason I don't like hold it into such high esteem is be- is just cuz of like personal life reasons. <laughs> like No, I I understand. Yeah. Like I like it's nothing like extremely depressing. Obviously. Like it's right. just it was a, it was a weird period of life. Mm-hmm. Kind of like kind of difficult. I was starting middle school and like we had to move back into my grandparents' house cuz you know, housing crisis, um, the big short, everything still having an effect in 2010. Um, but so it, it was a bright spot, but it was still weird, you know, like, but, but, it, but like, it's, it's fun. Cause I do consider it like a spirit successor to ultimate Spider-Man, which I mean, because he's in it, but also because of the comic book art styles, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, it's, it's a fun game. It's a shame they never got to port it to PS4 like they were going to. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Why doesn't Activision just give up the right, like, just give some other studio, like, give, hand those rights over to Sony? Because they're not doing anything with them. No. Anytime they did a licensed game in the 2010s, they delisted it two months later. I'm still. I'm gonna die mad about the Transformers games. Like, <laughs> they're all gone. They are. 
Like in, in <laughs> Ultimate just, Alliance. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> Ultimate Alliance is gone. Deadpool is gone. Spider Man games pre Sony are gone. What am I supposed to do now? <laughs> am I not what am supposed, I supposed to, have to, have to I, play? Am I not supposed to have what I want? <laughs> what, what I, I need? need? <sighs> Too bad we have a good game on the way this. It's, I need it now, though. <laughs> it's not fair. Pre orders in two days, baby. That's six days too many. <laughs> God, dude, I like. Something that really irritates me is like I was trying to add payment info to like uh, my PlayStation Direct account because uh, that's that's the only place that's going to have the collector's edition, mm-hmm. like not not GameStop or Amazon. So like, if you're going to fork up the money, you got to do it now. Um, right. But like, it won't let you add it unless you're buying something. Oh, yeah, it's really I don't know why they do that, especially when like. It uses your PlayStation account that already has your payment methods in there. That's I don't stupid. get it. It's so stupid. But, yeah, hopefully I can put my info in fast enough. Gets taken out. Hopefully they made enough to where, like, you know, you can feasibly get it. But we'll see. They made six. <laughs> This is pressing. It kind of feels like Sony isn't backing this, like, production-wise. Like, not, not game production, but, like, in terms of, like, you know, additions and marketing, mm-hmm. as much as they did God of War Ragnarok. Which is like, why would you do that? This is your biggest game this year. Like, it's fucking Spider-Man, guys. Like, apparently they aren't going to have, like, a special edition control to go along with the game or anything. Which is I really... a cool Venom-themed controller. <laughs> Uh, maybe I want the... the controller to kill me. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, who knows? Maybe they'll have like a maybe they'll have like a console thing or like a, a thing that comes with two covers and the controller. But I don't, I don't know. But hope, fingers crossed, we can get our additions. I just I want I want Big Monstar. I want it. I want Big Monstar on my desk right now. 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 <sighs> the game. You know, I'm glad you're doing good and you had a good birthday. Yeah, thank you. No problem. Oh, you okay? Ryan has disappeared. Um, I guess I will talk about my day real quick. Um, I've been I've been pretty good. Uh, you know I I uh, I'm back. Sorry to... about that. Oh, oh, you're good. Yeah. Uh, I was I was just saying like I uh, I I okay I tried out two demos last night. I tried out one for Viewfinder, which is that um that puzzle game that we were kind of interested in. Where mm-hmm. like you take a Polaroid and you set it up and it just warps reality, so then that photo becomes real. Yeah. Like I played the demo and it's it's pretty fun. It's, it's cool, very trippy, and very fun. I I recommend people to try it out. Um, and then I tried out a Final Fantasy 16's demo, which 
to be honest, I'd rather they just taken the section of gameplay and made it out of it instead of just the first two hours of the game. Right. Christ, dude. I... Look, Final Fantasy is never going to be for me, and that's mm-hmm. fine. It's just not my cup of tea in terms of like mm-hmm. storytelling and games and whatnot. There is nothing wrong with that. It's not, it's not a knock on the game story or the writers. It's literally just a me thing, right? But this demo was like c- constant, like it was like 80% cutscenes, 20% gameplay. Mm-hmm. And for a demo, that's not what you really want, right? Right. I want to play it. Yeah, like, it's literally just the first two hours of the game, like, cut and put out for free. Because they're, like, it is cool, I guess, that, like, you know, your your save progress from here will carry over to the main game when it comes out. Like, that, that's fun. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of, like, constant. Oh, you get, you get to move, like, the beginning especially, like, the prologue, you have a cutscene... Then you have like a bit of gameplay, then you have a cutscene, then you move for like two seconds, then another cutscene, and there's constant tutorial pop-ups that stop you dead in your tracks. Like like a box comes up covering everything to tell you what to do instead of something a bit more intuitive. Which just kinda gave me a headache. I was kind of wanting the demo to end finally. Right. And yeah, I don't know. I, it's not for me. Like the ge- the combat is admittedly, f- but it's just it's very dense, and I don't think I'm gonna. Oh, I'm not gonna pick up the game, but that's fine, you know. Again, it's just not for me. Right. But if there are Final Fantasy fans who want to try it out, I recommend it. I guess. I mean, I wouldn't know, but like, you'll probably enjoy it. It's right. fun. Um, everyone's British in the game, so that's a knock already. So, um, damn it, <laughs> Hobie's the good one, <laughs> the only good one. <sighs> but yeah, no. Aside from that, uh, I I got my um No Way Home trio figure set with Toby, Tom, and Andrew. So that's fun. Nice, and I got two. Editions of John Wick 4 in the mail. I got the Walmart gift set and the Walmart steelbook. They're both very good. Very good art on them. But uh, that's about it. So before we dive into dog shit, let's get right into the news. Um, (sighs) I did not just quote Keemstar, did I? I don't know. Uh, kill me. Anyway. <laughs> Alright, so... We... We did talk about this in the last episode, but I had to cut it. So let's, like, talk about it again, but a bit more quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the Ultimate Universe is coming back in full, and Jonathan Hickman's gonna be at the head of it. Yep. Um, who's the artist again? I, I forgot the name. Oh, God. I, I, I know Brian Hitch did that picture but it wasn't oh he's not the main artist okay okay so i need to find that that's probably what i was thinking of actually okay i'm still gonna look for the post anyway because i just want to look at it Uh, yeah 
Today. Basically, on it, we see uh, we see Cap, Iron Man, and Thor, and we see three silhouettes. One of obviously Black Panther, probably. Yeah. Um, one of someone with a diamond head, maybe Maker or something, and one of Spider Man. Now, yeah. and we made theory like we th- uh, it could be new Miles, could be a new Peter, could be. 1610 Peter, entirely. someone else entirely, or 1610 Peter coming back. You know, yeah. it would be interesting mm-hmm. if it's 1610 Peter, but now he's grown up and him and MJ are married. Yeah, honestly, that'd be cool too. Of like, because we're never gonna get that in the mainline series ever. So we like, should, yeah, but we but, won't. Right. So like, just just turn Ultimate Peter into MC2 Peter. <laughs> Yeah, just do it. Like, just I, I do think that would be fun. Let him like, do it. Uh, okay, I found it. The artist is uh, Stefano Caselli. Okay. I I think I've liked some of his stuff in the past. It's hard. Like, I've I've read too many in my time when we when we covered comics and mm-hmm. names just kind of blurred together. Yeah, but no, like, I hear you. But, but yeah, I think I've liked some of some of their work before. Um but which one do you think it will be or has the best chance of being for Peter or for Spider-Man? I mean, yeah, I, I think it's most likely just going to be a new Peter Parker, whether he's a teenager, full grown adult with kid. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I, I think it'll just be like a new Peter Parker over here. Maybe a new Miles that he works with. I'm not sure though. Yeah, I will. Something I do hope is that they keep kind of like the tone of the Ultimate Spider-Man comics. Mm-hmm. Not certain instances like the random R slur that would drop. You didn't have internet. <laughs> like you know, people people try to use that as like a, like a damnation. Look at any comic back then. And Look like, at any media. Like, do like guys. It it was always bad, yes, but literally everything did it. Like that's that's the thing, right? Like, it was the know, times. It unfortunately it was the times. Like, God, I remember being in elementary school and people were using it. Like it was it was I crazy. Being in fucking high school and people were using it. It. It unfortunately was a word that was just commonly used, and it sucks because it's terrible. Mm-hmm. But like in comics, it just it was like look at Runaways, early Runaways. It was always there, and more. Look at it. It's that it's two thousands as fuck. Like early Runaways wasn't really the progressive thing it it became today. Look <laughs> at Nico. Look at Nico. Like, she has to hurt herself to use her power. Uh, 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 Look at the the scroll whose name I can't remember off the top of my head, who was like gender fluid and then just thrown into space, never to be seen, heard from or mentioned again. Marvel does yeah. that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they keep Escapade at least. She's cool. That'd be nice. But yeah, the point is, is that like 
that shit was everywhere. It was unavoidable. They didn't have internet. <laughs> they didn't. They did. Well, they, they did. <laughs> they were just learning it. They were just learning. So, but but yeah, like I I do hope it has that similar kind of because like I I want that kind of you know like not realistic like I would it's not a realistic tone but a kind of like. Like down to earth kind down of down to earth sci fi feel of it, mm-hmm. you know. Like Ultimate Spider Man's vibe was always really. It felt more tangible than six one six was. Every character in Ultimate Spider Man is a person, mm-hmm. like is a human being with real thoughts and real thoughts and emotions and like. Even like contradictions and shit, like, like they're they're actual people. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. <laughs> no, we don't have that no more. We don't. <laughs> we just have bullshit fucking you alt- alternate universe cucking. That's what we have. Interdimensional cucking <laughs> with no dick. Uh, but but yeah, like I I hope that comes back of like that very kind of like sci-fi edge to it, but also like kind of that grungy, like that grungy two thousands down to earth feeling. Mm-hmm. Like how would I say like a like a teen drama kind of feeling to it? Not like not like in a laughable way, you know? Like not like yeah, soap not, opera shit. But not like, in a CW way. Not in a CW way, but like, you know... A Flash so, Season 1 way. A Flash... Yeah, that's the perfect way to describe it. Flash Season 1 does have that kind of vibe that... It does. Early no, I, I will say... Flash Season 1 is great. Mm-hmm. There's like one or two episodes where I'm like, eh? But that that's a good fucking season of television. Mm-hmm. And then it kept going. And then it kept going. I like Zoom. He was cool. <laughs> It was, he's kind of boring, but he's got raw moments, so it's fine. And a cool voice. Take that back. He's not boring. Take it back. <laughs> Alright, he's not boring. Although I hate the, the Jay Garrick helmet thing. Of like, Jay Garrick. Of like, of like, his dad wore it when he beat and murdered his wife. And then Jay took it and said, I'm gonna make this my own. Yeah, that is a bit weird. That that's some fan four stick shit. Yeah, like I get the concept of like taking something from Jet from Zoom that Zoom took from him. You know, could have like he took that. My hat. That's fine, but like make the hat not the thing um, his dad the, wore. The, the hat of a murderer. Hat of a domestic abuser. But. Yeah, no. I, I, I think I think Ultimate Spider-Man, the new Ultimate Spider-Man, could very well benefit from, you know, revamping in all the right ways, but keeping that kind of sci-fi, grungy, down-to-earth tone that the original had, that even mm-hmm. the game had, you know? Yeah. Like, no, do some corporate espionage shit, you know? Right. Like, like, like what Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man tried to do. No, like what Amazing Spider-Man tried to do, but good. Yeah. And like maybe maybe make Ultimate Green Goblin cool. 
I'm so, like I, I I said this on Twitter. The way to do Green Goblin like in a in a realistic art style, you know, mm-hmm. like outside of you know not in animation, whether it be in live action or Insomniac or something. Yes, yeah, photorealistic. It, like photorealistic. If you're gonna do that, just have him turn green. Yeah, and grow pointy ears when he goblins out. Just do yeah. that. Yeah, like just, just just have him become a kind of a monster man. Like, don't make him Hulk, but you no. know, like, still that, have that's him wear what a lizard's costume. for. Yeah, like, like hat, like, but still have him have a costume. Obviously, like, I yeah. want him to have the 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 purple the purple onesie and the yeah. and, and the big the big Santa hat, but yeah. like. But but have him have it be his face because that's more that's easier to do and more believable than it being a mask or have him just put on makeup when he goes out to commit crimes. Right. So I would pay good money to see a thing of Norman Osborn sitting in a makeup chair for six hours. <laughs> just like, oh man, this could be so worth it. They're gonna be oh. so scared of me. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, it's too much eyeliner. Hold on. <laughs> You know, it yeah. would be a feasible way to do it. Good thing I'm not allergic to all this latex. <laughs> I hope. Achoo. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> just half the shit just gets on the mirror. Like, oh. <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, I, I, think, I think they could benefit from, like, you know, taking inspiration from Ultimate in terms of Goblin... You know, tra- doing having a transformation, but having him have a six one six design. You know, like yeah. because, like that way, you know, you can still have the act face, but still have it. You know, can still work as a secret identity thing. You know, yeah. like a mystery or something like that. And it can yeah. that way you can have your cake needed too. Yeah, you know, this way you don't have to go the the other route of over militarizing the fuck out of him and giving him big metal armor mm-hmm. and like I really hope that that mask that like prototype mask from the first game is like a fake out and that's not what he's actually going to be wearing yeah like, or, like if he the does basis wa- of what he wears yeah. like if he does wear a helmet it's definitely going to look a lot more streamlined than that and hopefully better but I mean we'll see you know yeah, it's hard like, to say like, I think the Fortnite design is, like, almost really good. Mm-hmm. Like, the idea of it is there. You just need to, like, tweak it a little bit. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But even then, it would just it'd just be easier for everyone to just go the route of... He, he gets very slightly bigger. Not Hulk said, just, like, he gets buff and green and... Gets big pointy ears and and his face contorts just a little bit so that you can buy. No one could recognize him. Mm-hmm. And then he rides on a big metal bat. Yeah. We. But yeah, no. I hopefully whatever they do with Ultimate Spider-Man will be good because. Let's be honest, that's all anyone's gonna read. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no one's gonna read any of the any of the other like, things. Like to be fair, if you get good creators on like Ultimates or like, you know, any of these other comics, 
people will come, but also just relaunch Ultimate Spider-Man. Like yeah. it still has a huge audience. You'll get a lot of you nostalgia know. buys. It's an yeah, easy no, I, slam dunk. Yeah, I, I don't give a shit what Twitter is saying right now. People love Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, like that. That shit was huge. It made. I remember Death of Spider-Man made the fucking news. It did. Like, the actual news. It was on my TV. I remember it. It was it, it was crazy. It, it freaked me out. I'm like, wait, what? But, like what? This this is this version of the character stuck with like it and I'm like, like yeah, there's a reason. This is the basis of every adaptation ever. Yeah, like <laughs> there's a reason for it, guys. There's a reason. Like I like one person in particular on Twitter is trying to like do revision. Guys, I'm sorry. It's good. I'll tell you. Ultimate, Ultimate Clone Spider-Man Saga is good. Ultimate Clone Saga is one of Spider-Man's best stories. It is. It really is. Like, like goddamn, it's it, it's one of those stories where I could just sit down and reread it anytime, and I'm hooked mm-hmm. for the whole the whole thing. Exactly. But the Spencer run was not good, you fucking idiots. <laughs> oh. That was Twitter knocking on Brian's door to execute him for, for daring to say a good comic is good and a and admit it best comic is bad. I'm dead now. <laughs> I got a package. Ooh. Does it might be from Trey. Tell me who from. We'll find out. It's like why? Because it's why. I was gonna say, what the fuck did you? Uh, uh, come on. I need live. I need scissors. Hold on. All right, we're we're pausing for a moment so that Brian can do a live, live, live unboxing of his uh, live audio only. Live live audio only unboxing. Potential birthday gift, but let let's see, let's see which one it's from. Oh, I should have took my headphones off. So going all the way around like that. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Is it Trey's? I I assume so. Tell tell the audience what it is. Board James. Yeah. <laughs> Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> From the Angry Video Gamer. <laughs> 27 <sighs> episodes, 9 commentary tracks, 1.5 hours of bonus features and outtakes. I hope one of the bonus features is brown bricks in Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, Trey. So you can have an inkling of, uh, of the gift I got you. I think I can I can fathom what what the next one will be, but uh, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see now, won't we? We will. <laughs> anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, Spencer runs shit. because yeah. <laughs> uh, just because Peter and MJ are in the same room for three panels doesn't make it good, guys. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, no. I hope Ultimate Spider-Man, whatever they do with it, is good. Whether or not it's a new Peter that's in high school, a new Peter that's grown up, 1610 Peter still in high school, 1610 Peter grown up, 
a new Miles or a new character overall. But uh, yeah, any any last thoughts you have? Uh, no, just uh, I'm interested where this is going, and I hope Ultimate Jessica is still around. Yeah, me too. Cause she's really cool. I wouldn't mind if she's the spider person that just takes over full time. Same. That honestly, that's how I would have done it. Yeah. Like, but to be fair, like, ult- like I would say that if you know Ultimate Peter was still dead, but they made it clear he is not. So, like last time we saw him, he's out there somewhere. He te- he's teamed up with all the Ultimates. Ree Williams is. Is Ironheart in the universe now? Uh, oh, she's fucking dead. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, right. Well, no, no. Let's be real. None of that from Spider-Man Two matters anymore. That's true, but like, at least with Peter and MJ, I want that to still exist. You know, I no. want that to still be a thing. It's all gone. It's all dead. It's all gone. It's all gone. <sighs> All right. So moving on. There's a tornado warning in this area until 8.15 p.m. Nice. It's probably fine. Yeah. Anyway, um, while I sit here with the, with the anxiety for my life, um... Uh. All right, so next up, uh, Star Wars Outlaws. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm so fucking mad. <laughs> For context, um, well, you explained the context, Brian. <laughs> Uh, past like two or three years now, I've been kind of working on my own little Star Wars side project. It's like, just because I'm, I like Star Wars. I want to make my own thing because I can. Uh, I, and I called it Star Wars Outlaws. And then fucking like, what, two days before my fucking birthday, (laughs) they fucking, the sons of bitches, they, fucking Ubisoft went oh yeah we were making a Star Wars game that's right steal that fucker's name (laughs) (laughs) they call it fucking Outlaws I'm so mad (sighs) plot's even kind of similar isn't it (laughs) tiny bit tiny very The that, concept of outlaws. <laughs> what did you hear a sound? I, I heard, I think it was Craig leaving and then coming right back. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even Craig is scared of the tornado. I'm, I'm good to die mad. <sighs> but. But this game, it looks cool. I can't it wait does. for it to not be like that at all. Because <laughs> it's Ubisoft. Yeah. 
it's an Ubisoft open world game. Um, by Ubisoft Massive. It. Someone point this out on Twitter. I I need to find that tweet, but it really opened my eyes. Remember Beyond Good and Evil Two. I think so. It's taking a bit from that. It looks like a little bit. But even that is like you know, kind of GTA Saints Row, like right. kind of thing. Like, no, there's a wanted meter. There's a wanted meter notoriety thing. You know, you're doing missions out in an open world, which there's multiple planets in the open world, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. It it looks like it's as much of an open world as like Jedi Survivor is, right? But instead, you fly the ship. And you can seamlessly fly off planet into space, go into hyper, go into hyperspace, and then fly onto a planet seamlessly with no loading or any like lo- or any screen in between. It's really impressive. I can't wait for the game to not do that. <laughs> it it comes out next year, so I I'd have to assume this is. Cl- close to, you know, a final build, right? Right. Like this like this is going to be something that's, you know, this like even watchdogs, you know, like as even though like it it was kind of downgraded from what it showed, the gameplay mechanics showed in those gameplay things were still there. They some things just weren't as plentiful as they led you to believe and whatnot. Um, they lied. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> but, but yeah, for for this, I if they're going to show seamless like flying on and off world and through hyperspace, you gotta make good on that, like. Yeah. So hopefully um, it'll be close to that for sure. Um, but the, I, think, I think the one thing I was kind of like, if the combat was, could use some work still. Yeah. Um, but I think that's also, that also might just be down to they had a grandpa play it. They got the same grandpa that played all the Gotham Knights playthrough stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so and Avengers. And Avengers. You need to fire that guy. You think you do? He's not good. What if he's just some nice dude? Like just trying to make a living. Right. I don't care, fuck him, it should be me. <laughs> but uh but yeah, what what are your thoughts on you know, the gameplay and the the story trailer and the characters that, you know, are being shown off and whatnot. Sorry. Um, It it does look very, very interesting. Like, I like that... Excuse me. I I like that there are, like, sort of choice-based moments. Like, like, do you bribe the Imperial officer? Do you just take the money and run? Like, Mm -hmm. like, you know, shit like that. Uh, I want to be that commando droid in the coat. Yeah. I want to be that. Why did they make him hot? 
Why did they do that? It's so cool. Hey, they knew so what big. they were doing. They He's knew. Big, but he has a little waist. He got that Bruce Tim waist. He do. Oh boy, it's really storming. I can't wait for that tornado to uh, to kill me. Um, It'll be fine. I don't know. I've had so many situations of like tornado warnings. Um, I'm not saying this to try and risk anything. <laughs> I'm saying this just like last year or a couple years ago. There was like a tornado coming straight for where I was, and then it then it divided at the last minute. Mm-hmm. So, but again, it's also just storming here in general. Like, yeah, it's it's doing it here too a bit. Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna decrease in the next. Year, so, it'll be fine probably. But, but yeah, no, I'm really, I actually am really impressed by this gameplay. Like, I think I think the speeder bike stuff controls look fun. Like I like that you can actually control the speeder, and you can mm-hmm. control your ship. I do hope you can customize your ship because I the base design's a bit. It's a box. It's just a box. Like it's just a square. <laughs> like, like efficiency. I sure. I guess, but like I don't know. I want do a little bit of customization. You know. Mm-hmm. But I imagine that can be hard to do. But yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Do it. Crunch some. Don't. You heard it here first. Heard it here first, first folks. Ryan supports uh, NetherRealm Studios. I- I'm secretly Neil Druckmann's biggest supporter. <laughs> that killed me to say, by the way. I want you to know that. Good. Fuck <sighs> Activision. Fuck him. I've been watching a lot of Matt McMuscle's videos recently. So it's I just remember that. It's a, it's a, some good videos to watch. Actually, again, I keep going back to Shadow Dimensions. I just saw his video on it. I, I laughed so hard when he got to the bit of like, you know, why didn't they just put Miles and Gwen in here? It's like, oh. <laughs> shit predates them. Yeah. How the fuck? <sighs> but uh, but yeah, no, like I, it, it looks very solid. Um, I, I hope it's good. Yeah. That's pretty much all I can say about it. Like, I like the main character. She looks fun. And yeah, again, I, big robot man. Big robot. I kind of wish her outfit wasn't so similar to Cal's in Survivor. Yeah, it like is a little bit. The blue jacket and the bandoliers and shit. I'm like... It is kind of a scoundrel look, though. It is. Just wish it was like a different color. Yeah. Also, we're just on Kobo. Yeah. Well, because it's Tatooine. And, uh, but we also got Kajimi um, from Rise of Skywalker. And I'm sure there'll be other planets. So that's yeah. fun, at least, you know. We got Tatooine, 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 <laughs> no, Tatooine, Tatooine, Fortooine, Tatooine Five. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, so the, the Fast and Furious thing. <laughs> to Tatooine. To Tatooine. <laughs> Write these down, people. <laughs> this is good. This is good work. Oh, yeah. No, it, it looks cool. Yeah. Okay. Seems we're in the title, though. Yeah. I am in the clear of tornadoes. Yay. And someone else can get sucked up into the land of Oz. Or into Planet Droll. Or wherever Pa Kent went. (laughs) He landed on that mountain. I, I wish that was the, the explanation. F- <laughs> the fucking tornado sucked him up, and he just flew around until he shot out the top and landed on a mountain. And it was just like, eh, and just start chopping wood. Well, you wouldn't do the same. I would. So a real man survives a tornado. They just shrug it off. Oh boy. There might be internet outages, so that's good. Uh, we'll see. Oh. Oh. You good? Hi. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's all right, man. All right. I... <laughs> God. Right as I was saying, my internet's going to go out. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh. What did I miss? Did I miss anything? Oh no, not really. I'm kinda okay. I'm kinda chilling in here. Trying to sketch up ideas for that Spider-Man 4 pitch that I wanna Based. I want to do. I saw your black hat and hobgoblin designs. They're awesome. Thank you. No problem. I'm very happy with the black cat one. Yeah, I like. I like. I like uh, the tactical look of it. It's fun. Thank you. I wanted to try to make it look like it would fit in the MCU without being gross. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> uh, okay. I just gotta put down to cut out this entire silence. No, it's not. <laughs> All right. Okay, so where were we <laughs> before the, before the uh, storm just knocked right. out everything? Uh, I guess wrapping up on Star Wars. Yeah. Um. Look cool. Yeah. Oh, give me a sec. My TV's audio turned on. Okay. Oh yeah. Speaking of audio, can you hear my fan? Uh, a little bit, but it's okay. it's fine. You can keep it on if you need to. That's. <laughs> I I turned it down. If that did anything, it, it sounds fine. Like I can okay. like. It's okay if I still hear it. Like uh, nobody, I don't think anybody listening is gonna hate you for this. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, no, Star Wars Outlaws looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully it's good. Hopefully Ubisoft finally makes a good game. <laughs> finally. Good one. Who thought they could do that? Yeah. I didn't. Uh, and speaking of video games, there's a bunch of showcases this week. We already talked about, like, Summer Game Fest and, uh, um... Well, look at that. Venom 3 coming out October 2024. <laughs> do, do, do you actually have any thoughts on Xbox or Ubisoft or Capcom? Not really. Mm. There wasn't... At least not that I recall. There wasn't really anything revealed that made me, like, pop off or, like, think. Yeah. Like, Starfield like, heard, maybe I will heard... be okay? No. <laughs> I keep seeing people go, but what if it's good, though? No. I don't believe collector's it. Collector's Edition's kind of cool. The Collector's Edition is fantastic. I will not deny that. Like, I was almost tempted to get it because I saw that watch and I was like, oh. Ooh. Yeah, that is legitimately awesome. And I yeah. can't fight that. I wish more games would do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, look at that. Venom 3 coming out. It's uh, weird. I love that Capcom dedicated an entire part of its showcase to do, to, do a, to do a text post about how Pragmata, the game we don't even know what it is, is, <laughs> it's is, still delayed, not coming indef- out. is delayed indefinitely. I don't know if even they know what the game is. Like, admittedly, they, the trailer had like... They made a title... And left it at that. Yeah. <laughs> then they ran away. Like, the trailer had, like, a tiny bit of gameplay snippets, but I'm like, what is this? I don't know if they know. They don't. It feels like they had a really, like, big idea, but they haven't found a way to really do it. Because this is very unlike Capcom. <laughs> this is very like KJ and Afune Capcom. Okay, that's true. But we are past those days, so this is very out of character. He came he came back. Just for this. Just for this. What would you do? I I I'd end it all. Because <laughs> then that means the last good Devil May Cry game came out. The last <sighs> good Capcom game, in fact. <laughs> Gotta appeal to Westerners. It's like we already are, you fucking idiot. Making Dante look like a meth addict isn't gonna do it. No. I cannot believe that stuff actually happened. <laughs> they made an entire PowerPoint for it. He is not a gay cowboy. I mean, let me. What was in, there? Was one that was just so preposterous that I like couldn't believe it. Like, was it the one about cats a real female character and not just a bimbo with guns like the other ones? No, not that. But that was pretty. That was pretty baffling. That was um, up there. <laughs> let's see. Oh yeah. uh... <laughs> Um, 
Dante is not, and that's Batman and Robin from the Batman and Robin movie. And then Dante is, and it's Dane DeHaan from Chronicle. <laughs> this was made by... I. So No one can convince me that Max Landis didn't have a hand in this. Like, come on. Oh, no, he t- it had to have been. Oh, my God. If he could have, he would have made Dante and Virgil half Kryptonian. <laughs> Just like everyone else in the fucking DC universe said he's coming. Uh, and the Dante is not, and Dante is with bands and whatnot. I'm like... Ugh, this is so cringy. <laughs> How did they think they were cooking with this? Ugh. Nah. But yeah, I don't have anything else to say about Xbox or Ubisoft or Capcom. That Avatar game sure looks like it came out ten years ago, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Gave Tom Hanks a job <laughs> by photocopying yeah. his face. The old Max Payne method. Just, just let me scan your face. <laughs> oh, look at that. Venom 3, October 24. Yeah, look at that. Sorry Bad to hear that. Coming. What could and they even do with this? Nothing. Like unless they do no one villain, the, the one Venom villain. Like the only one that exists now is Null, and like I don't even know if they'll do that. I don't know if they can do that. Yeah, that is a good question. Apparently, Chiwetel Ejiofor did sign on for it, and people are now theorizing: Oh, is it Mordo? Is he here? I'm like, no. I don't what? think, I don't, like, Chiwetel Ejiofor is going to be in it, and people are speculating it's Mordo, because he plays Mordo in Doctor Strange. It's like the 90s cartoon, guys. What do you think, he's going to take Venom and Carnage in order to summon Dormammu again? What if that's, <laughs> what if they made a deal with Marvel for this? We need Venom to steal the projector so I can open a portal to let Dormammu into the real world. The time dilation accelerator. We need Carnage to suck. 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 <laughs> well, then he already did in Venom 2, so it's fine. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you ever look at those like storyboard like animatic things of Carnage oh, yeah. like, going on a massacre in the prison and going man we could have had a good movie I got that one person in my quote tweets who's the same person who hates Ultimate Spider-Man saying what's with this obsession with Venom being R-rated I'm like less of an obsession and more of look at the animatic of him goring people and like splitting someone open and bathing in their blood that's carnage and then and then they said but that doesn't seem that r rated are you sh- sh- are you kidding me <laughs> like even if it's not then that means there was no excuse to not put that in if that's pg13 they should have kept that it's cool 
It was cool that they did a little reference to Absolute Carnage with him killing all the cellmates and whatnot. It was enough to trick me into thinking maybe they looked at a couple pages on Wikipedia. Maybe. Who knows? They, it's the same ones that they looked at for Carnage surfing the web. <laughs> it's got internet powers. I did think that was kind of funny. <laughs> they, they put that in. Like. Same. I, I, I joke, but like that is legitimately. I was like, yeah, I'd do the same if I was going balls out with this. But, right. Yeah. I, Venom 3 poo-poo. It's going to be Bad. poo-poo. Bad. And unfortunately, El Muerto lives. Uh, almost. We were, we were almost free. At least apparently there's a rumor that they canceled Hypno Hustler because they realized, hey, what if we used Donald Glover as the character that we cast him as? We what? can do that? What do you we mean can we can do that? What? No. We, we, can, we can cast someone in a role and then put them in that role? And not tease them for another movie? And that just... will never get made? <laughs> Holy shit. Changing the game. Can make movies. <sighs> but but yeah, so that uh, thankfully that's might be cancelled, but El Muerto, nope. Um, need it. There was a synopsis of like Oh, let's take fought... I'll tell you now. <laughs> Probably, but it'd be funny if it's real. Yeah. Like he wrestled Spider Man. And he was about to unmask Spider-Man, but then Spider-Man punctured him with a stinger? Is fucking Miguel O'Hara? Is Miles, like... I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, it's fake as shit. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. Home. Huh? Come on. Did you did you not hear what I said? Oh no, you you cut out. I said there's no way, and then I said home. <sighs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> the show is now over. I regret to inform you all. Trey will be taking my place. So now become a Nero podcast. Uh, oh God. Anyway. Oh, look at that. Venom 3, October 2024. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, these are going to be bad. Yeah, these are gonna suck. I, I don't give a shit what Twitter says. The Venom movies are bad. Mm-hmm. They're bad. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of bad. 
Just why don't you introduce this one? <laughs> hey, everybody. My favorite time of the day. Silent Hill 2 updating. <laughs> Remember that, that remake? It looks like shit. There was a date leaked for it. September 29th of this year. For $90. I know it's like fair, Canadian, but still, I don't it was like a, it, was a, it was a Canadian or Australian kind of vendor. That's $120 too many. <laughs> you need to pay me to fucking play this. Which, remember, everyone, this is a PlayStation exclusive. This is an exclusive title. It's coming out in three months. Coming out before Spider-Man. Um, we've seen no gameplay. Nothing at PS Showcase. All we've seen is seconds of gray box footage when they announced it. And bad (laughs) cutscenes. I can't wait. I'm going to die. <laughs> you should God, I <laughs> if if I, I almost... can if I can get away, I will stream this. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say when you get when it comes out, you should get it and stream it for everyone to see. I should I need to get like I need to get like another monitor set up so I can properly do it with my capture card thing. Mm-hmm. Cause Cause I switching back and forth between the channels to make that shit work is going to be such a pain in the ass. Yeah, but if I can do it, man. You have to face your fears, much like James. My layers of them. <laughs> it's going to be so shit. Be awful. I can't wait. <sighs> anyway, speaking of awful. Oh yeah, man. There's no good news today except for Beetle on the Ultimate Universe, huh? <laughs> yeah. Man, y'all seen a show called Smallville? <laughs> Have you seen any CW show and how they do their villains? And Walmart vests. It literally, like, it guess literally what they did like, for Craven, everyone. It looks like a fucking vest that you would find in the fishing section of a local Walmart. It does. It does, though. Oh my! Like, I have so many people in my fucking comments being like, "Oh, but it's the final suit's gonna look epic," and I'm like, "I'm sorry, that's a shitty trope." We have all agreed that is a shitty trope. We have all agreed we hate that shitty trope. No matter what movie or show or whatever the fuck it's in. Yeah. We have all agreed on that. (laughs) There is no trope that is more tired in comic book movies today than the character having to earn their original outfits. It's it's Schrodinger Surf Dracula, right? It's It's literally Surf Dracula. tweet, Tweet, which for those who don't know... It's a tweet that says, back in the day, if you did a TV show called Surf Dracula, 
You'd see that fool surfing every week in new adventures. But in the streaming era, the entire first season got to be a long-ass flashback to how he got that surfboard until you finally get to see him surf for five minutes in the finale. Yeah. That's just, that's how they make these things nowadays. Yep. And I'm sorry, guys. I don't care if it's intended to be a proto-shoot. It looks awful. It looks like shit. We didn't even see what this is. A photo from the Craven trailer leak, because <laughs> apparently that's coming out soon. Um, same month as Spider-Man 2, by the way, so really setting up. Uh, <laughs> Good lord. I take back every mean thing I said about Insomnia Craven's vest. That thing looks immaculate compared to what we're getting. It wasn't even mean. It was just like, you wish the, the vest wasn't as, like, you know, tactical, leathery, leathery and whatnot. But like, you know, at least there's a lion face design on it and a mane and a mane, <laughs> big hair for the man, for the man. And the by the main way, man, I tweeted this out and people got like very like confused thought. They thought I was like dissing the insomniac design. I love it. Like I, I fuck with it a lot and I don't want anyone to think we're talking bad about Aaron Taylor Johnson's physique. I'm oh, fine with him fit. looking like fit the way he is because he he looks yeah, no, fit. Fi- he looks great physically. He looks great here. Yeah, physically he looked like I'm fine with the beard and the hair. Like yeah. I, I think that's fine. Yeah, like, no, he looks I don't. Good. He he looks fit. He he looks like a dude that would fight lions. Yeah, like I don't need him to take the roids. You know, I don't. I'm, <laughs> I, don't I don't need, need him to grow like three feet and fucking have muscles bigger than my head. Like, you can do that for a video game, but for, like, a movie where you need to prioritize, like, star power and acting ability, you know, it's fine. You can do that in a video game where it's a 3D model that you can make as big and as exaggerated as you want, where you wonder, how is that a mortal man? (laughs) How are you real? But here, what we're talking about is the fact that he's wearing a shitty brown vest made of nylon and some, like, leather Leather pads. pads. Just glued on it it looks like smallville arrows vest painted brown it does like it's awful as other people have mentioned you have them in the vest you don't even have an open so right off the bat you're you're doing it where your titties (laughs) where 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 where, where's the happy trail (laughs) come on we're not saying this i'm not trying to say this in like an objectifying way i'm saying it in terms of like you know, I'm saying it turns to the fact Craven's a man who has his boobies out. Yeah, like he's and shirtless. Also, he has a necklace with one tooth on it. <laughs> it's a baby tooth. He's got to earn the teeth over the course of the movie. <laughs> All right, you know what? That would be based though. If over the course of the movie, he's like beating the shit out of dudes and he steals their teeth and adds them to his necklace. And somehow they are all conveniently like lion teeth. <laughs> they all oh, yeah, because they're all they're all furries. They're all gonna be animal people. <sighs> I guarantee you, that's gonna be a thing. Uh, and you know what? No. They're gonna try to tie it to Morbius. Like they're trying to replicate Doctor Michael Morbius's <sighs> magical experiments with bats. bats. You know I'm right. <laughs> Bits. Bits. Morbius. 
<sighs> but yeah, apparently this movie's gonna be like Craven is, is protector of animals and is fighting poachers. It's like so. It's not Craven at all. Then got it. It's like you want to know what Craven is? A big game hunter asshole. He's a man. He is a man who is an asshole that wants to beat the shit out of this 15-year-old because he dresses an animal motif. I think Hunted did a good, like, you know, kind of, uh, like, thing of, you know, because I, I just remember this because I forgot about this part, but I remembered it now. How, like, he mm-hmm. contracted a lot of, like, you know, rich, big game hunters who just murder animals for fun. Mm-hmm. And stuck them in the Central Park thing, controlling robots like for, for arcade to yep. hunt all the animal costume people. Yep. But if they die, then if they die in the game, they die in real life. That was yes. the thing. Like I think I that's like that. fine. I I am fine with Craven having a line. You know. Yeah. Craven has his own fucked up code of honor. Like mm-hmm. he he doesn't. I think the the idea is mainly he doesn't like at least outwardly hunt animals for pleasure. It's more he does it to like test himself mm-hmm. and like prove he is the big cool macho man that he wants to be. Mm-hmm. Man, fucking Randy Savage's Craven has entered my mind now. We were robbed. Hey, freak show, you're going nowhere. I got you for three <laughs> minutes, bro. Three <laughs> minutes of daytime. <laughs> That's a terrible Russian accent. I never cast me as a Russian person. <laughs> I'm just imagining like all the Craven's last hunt monologues done by Randy Savage. <laughs> oh my god. But like but yeah, like I'm fine with Craven having a line in Craven the rich old white big game hunters like Jimmy Johns who, yeah. who go out and murder animals for fun and play with their innards and whatnot. Yo. Like, like I'm fine with that, but like having him be at such a protector of animals and outwardly and like be like, I'm going to kill poachers. It's like, they're, it's like, dude, it, it, this is everything. This is why you cannot make movies about Spider-Man villains where they're anti-heroes. You can't. No. It it doesn't work. They're the, only the one, bad guys. The only one who would work with is Venom, and you did that wrong, because he's supposed to be a villain at first. Yep. Like, like he's not an anti-hero at all. This is a good guy. Say for, for, for fucking Morbius, he's just... Jesus, dude. Like, and they're really trying to, like, you know, pave over this movie having such a stupid and boring concept by making it R-rated. But, like, which makes the least amount of sense for Craven. Yeah, he's not an R-rated man. Like, people have argued, oh, Venom is neither. I'm like, not all the time, no, obviously. But, like, he's more R-rated than Craven. A lot of 90s comics are pretty horrific. A lot of stuff with Carnage especially is pretty horrific. Look at Absolute like, Carnage. Look at Absolute Carnage. Look at that corpse. Look at the skeleton he becomes. He's he pulls corpse. little babies out of his chest. 
and throws them at inmates in Ravencroft. And fucking, oh, like, 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 the only way I can see an R-rated Craven movie working is if they do the thing in Last Night where he shoots himself in the head. (laughs) And they're not going to do that, they're pussies. Nope. And if they do do that, congrats. You lost all the narrative weight that that holds and just did it for the sake of reference. Remember when this movie was first announced and they announced that like Spider-Man was going to be in it and there was going to be he was going to be the antagonist. It's like, yeah, that's what I want to watch. An adaptation of Craven's Last Hunt where Spider-Man's the bad guy. Brilliant. Brilliant. We did it. No nuts. Anyway, this movie's gonna suck, and they might. And ABRAD's gonna cut everything R-rated out two weeks oh, before 100%. release. And say that you the want the R-rated open. cut, you have to wait for the Blu-ray. No, nope, it will never come out. He'll keep it on his hard drives, right next to the Venom R-rated cut. Right next to George Lucas's cuts of the original versions of the original trilogy. Yeah. And the like, and the like, thirty-hour cut of Revenge of the Sith, where twenty-five of those hours are on the. The, the the opening prologue. So many of those scenes should have stayed in. I would have watched a three-hour Revenge of the Sith. I would. It's the only prequel movie. It's the only one. Make it three hours long. The only one that actually matters. The only one. <sighs> the only one. The only one. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, Craven's gonna be poo-poo. Anyway, um... Yeah. Last bit of news. Um, we're not gonna like dwell on this too much, but Disney's delayed a lot of shit. Um, a lot. So, uh, we'll save Avatar for last because that's the most preposterous. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so Deadpool's been moved up to May of next year, which is very weird to me. Um, considering that's the movie that started production during the writer's strike. Yeah. So, unless they have, like, a lot, just a lot of faith in this movie, I I don't know, but, eh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Captain America 4 is gonna be in July. Um, not on the 4th of July, because are you fucking stupid? No. It's gonna be two weeks after. Why would we do it on the 4th of July? Why would we do it on America's birthday? Idiot. Dumbass. Stupid. Poopy head. Poopy head. Oh yeah, also I had to cut this out of the last episode. It's called Brave New World now, instead of New World Order. Oh yeah. Yeah. Someone looked up what New World Order meant and saw that they had a Jewish man as the main villain and went... Oh no. Oh. We can't do that. That's not good. Let's just, uh... Do, just get rid of... Just get rid of order. Put put brand in there. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect, we did it. New brand world, wait. <laughs> new brand world. Or, or new world brand, rather. On the brave new world. I know, but I mean, like... (laughs) Brave World New. 
World new. Order. Fuck. World new brave. The suit looks bad. Can I just say that? Like, I get it's just like a stealth suit thing, but I don't care. Yeah, I wish they kept the, the suit from the show with minor moderations. I think we need to see more of it in full before we fully judge it, or at least before I do. Because I, I don't mean to speak for anyone else. Um, but No, they fucked it up for me. <laughs> it seems like it's still in the movie, the, yeah, the original I, suit. Yeah, like I said, I'm sure this is just like a Winter Soldier thing of like the stealth suit for like the beginning. Or he yeah. gets like the... The, the the real one. Yes to earn it. Yes, yes to earn it again. Again. God. <sighs> you know, as long as we get funny big head man. Funny big head man. Then I'm satisfied. It's on the way. But yeah, Cap 4 is in July and Thunderbolts is in December. <laughs> I... I don't know if I can see that movie being like a big hit, mm-hmm. but maybe the December slot will really like propel it. But also, it's going up against Sonic, so who knows? Uh, Fantastic Four has been pushed up to May 2025. That's a May movie, you know. Yeah, like it should be anyway. So I, yeah, I think no, I think that. that that works. That's a good slot for it, I think. Yeah. Um, Kang Dynasties in May 2026. No, no it's it not. won't. No, it's not. <laughs> Say Kang Dynasty. No. <sighs> for a lot and of reasons. For a lot of reasons. And uh, Secret Wars is in 2027. No. No, Secret Wars will happen. Yeah, it will. But it, it might get split into two parts, I think. That'd be for the best. Yeah. There's just too much to cover. There really is. Even if Kang Dynasty or whatever is going to be treated as part one, it's still like Secret Wars is too big. Mm-hmm. It's too cool. Yeah. But, so yeah, the MCU's been very shifted around. Um, Daredevil has... Halted production for the rider strike. So as something else, I think I, I don't know. I forgot, but um, Alien the the Fade Alvarez Alien movie going to be in theaters in, on in August twenty twenty four. So yay, finally, um, Disney's. I think it, I think it's because Disney's finally like the reason why they put movies like Prey on Hulu is because. Uh, any 20th century Fox movie that like stayed on that like was released on or before 2022 had to like stream on max something or Mm -hmm. any or like HBO or whatever after. And that's why avatar is now currently, but, but um, now it's 2023 and forward. They can put these things in theaters. So they learned their lesson from prey we're going to put this in theaters. Thank God. Thank fucking God. We did it. 
We did it. Yay. Now what? And now Star Wars. Um, They learned nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They learned every wrong thing imaginable. So... The December, the first Star, the first new Star Wars movie expected to come out is the is the Ray movie, the new Jedi yeah. Order movie. Um, so that was going to be December twenty twenty five, but now that's moved to late May twenty twenty six. No, hey, that's Alec. right after. <laughs> yeah, didn't you say another big thing from Disney was coming out that same month, that same year? From a competing brand that consistently conflicts with, with the Star Wars one. Smoke bump! <laughs> what, was, uh, what was the name of that one? Avengers Kang Dynasty. What was that? Avengers the Kang Dynasty. Oh, yeah, that one. Hey, what killed Solo? It was just the marketing, right? Uh, that was one thing, yeah. <laughs> there was another problem. Hello. Let's see what came out in May 20... Oh, oh God. A lot. Avengers and Deadpool 2... Is Star Wars dead? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Because uh, they also got two more movies December of that same year. Sure, that's going to go well. The, that's and then uh, the December Filoni. 2020. I think the 2027 one will be Filoni. But that depends on when James Mangold does Swamp Thing and when he does this. Unless they just boot him because of Indiana Jones. If they do, I'm ending. That's it. <laughs> I'm ending. Anyway. Now to the creme de la creme. The reason this is all happening in the first place. Well, not maybe not the reason, just because of writer strike stuff and whatnot. Um, but like the first thing that incited this, and the most preposterous thing. Um, so Avatar three was going to be in twenty twenty four, right? Because e each movie was going to have a two year gap in between, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what you thought. It is. That's what I hoped. So Avatar three is now delayed. 2025, December 2025. But that's not it. <laughs> Avatar 4 is yep. delayed to 2029. <laughs> and Avatar 5, Quest for Awa. Avatar 3 is called The Seed Bearer. They really should rethink that title. They need a new name. Um, the fourth one's called The Tolkien Writer. Fifth one's called the Quest for Awa, which is the god of of 
of the Navi planet of Pandora. I forgot the name. Uh, Avatar 5, December 2031. <laughs> Just when I thought that James Cameron couldn't get more pos- preposterous with these dates for the movies. Like, is James Cameron going to be alive? I don't think that's like that's not, we're not trying to say that as like an insulting thing. Like it's just like he's, he's 68 old. right now. Like, he's oh oh that's younger than I actually thought he was. Yeah, actually, me too. All right, maybe he could do it. Yeah. Okay, we take that back. I thought he was actually like in his 70s or 80s. Let me see. By the way, that's a long way away. Yeah, he's, I mean he's gonna be 70 next year. Yeah. It's gonna be in his late 70s when Avatar 5 comes out. I think... I think that will be his last movie. He still plans on doing more. Like, he wants to do some World War II movie about uh, Hiroshima um, in between Avatar 3 and 4. I'm like, are you gonna have time for that? Is that the sequel to Oppenheimer? The Oppenheimer Cinematic Universe. Oppenheimer style. Did you see that mock-up made of, like, <laughs> Oppenheimer theater merch? God. It's like, there's, like, a cup with a little thing on the top of Oppenheimer doing Gangnam style. And one where you eat out of his head. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. um, We're going to be... I'm going to be 33 when this comes out. I'm going to be 31. James, you can't do this to us. You can't make us face mortality like this. Uh, God, I this is so preposterous and like considering the amount of work that went into Way of Water, you know, like considering how good that movie looks, I get it. Like I'm not like I'm not dogging on anything, you know. Like I'm not, I'm not saying oh it can't possibly take that long. And I'm like, well, you know, if you if James wants to not crunch his employees, then yeah, I I probably would have that big of a gap, you know? Right. Apparently he wants, like, he has a, he, he's gonna have a nine-hour cut of Avatar 3, and it's all gonna be, like, he wants it all, all the CGI to be done for the full nine hours, and then cut from there. And I think he said he wants to like make Avatar three like a like he wants to like make a mini series for it on Disney Plus for like the complete for like the complete cut or something. Bro, this man's insane. Like, I mean that in a good way and a bad way. He wants to challenge Zack Snyder for who can make the most unnecessarily long movie. He's gonna win. I'll probably enjoy it more than Zack Snyder. True. 
James Cameron knows how to make a fucking movie right there. <laughs> like Zach know how to make a, a funny picture. Did you hear about how they have two cuts for both Rebel Moon movies? Zach. One for family, one that's family friendly, and one for adults. Zach. Zach. Stop. (laughs) Just stop. Make a movie. Just one. Just Just one. Make a movie. Just one. One movie. Finish it. And declare it finished. Stop. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Oh boy, someone made a racist spider song. Okay, I need to log off now. Oh, that's good. That's good. He has the Confederate flag on his costume. Okay. So, what do you think about all this before before (laughs) we wrap up the news? Uh, Delays are good. Because it's funny. (laughs) Star Wars continues to make me sad. And James can make these movies as long as he wants until his body gives out and he has to upload himself into a real Navi in order to extend his life. He'll do it, I I believe he will. (laughs) I genuinely... I would not be shocked if one day I woke up and saw on the news James Cameron walking around in a big blue cat person version of himself. If anyone can figure out the technology, it's him. It'd be him. That's why Avatar 2 took so long. He's been working on actual, like, Navi (laughs) technology. He actually uploaded Stephen Lang's brain into Into a real Navi. He's trapped there. This post was uploaded. This post was fact checked by real Navi Patriots. (laughs) It's my favorite. (sighs) We gotta. We will do the Avatar movies. Maybe we'll do them after John Wick 4. Mm hmm. Because we got got like a couple weeks before we start the the marathon. So. Yeah. (sighs) <sighs> but, uh, yeah, any, any last thoughts? It's funny. <laughs> Delay more. Do it. <laughs> Except Spider-Man 2, don't delay that. If you do, I'll kill you. And everyone you love. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Keaton. I found that scene when I saw that movie for the first time. When he said, when he said I'll kill you dead, that's... 
I thought he was going to say that's what the kids say nowadays. <laughs> well, no, it was sincere. He was, he was for that. Oh, nice. Oh. All right. Speaking of Michael Keaton. No, we got, we got to save it. We got to save it. DC. DC eulogy. It's time. We had the union. <laughs> now we have the eulogy. Fuck it. The Fuck end. It. <laughs> I just start pissing on the coffin. <sighs> I, I pull out one of those big gulp cups and just starts chugging. Like from like from superhero movie. Yes. And then it just wait. <laughs> I've read Punisher Max. <laughs> it worked out great for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Punisher looking up at this TV mid burger chop. Just like mm. <laughs> the fucking face he makes every time it kills me. <laughs> That's the fucking face that Miguel makes anytime he sees Miles. This is pure hatred. As <laughs> a man fueled by hatred of children's happiness. <sighs> I. Sorry, I just saw this tweet of all the of all the drawings Miles did of Gwen, and someone said he actually needs to get his arms and legs torn off for this. <laughs> the most Shamik more shit I've seen in my life. God. <sighs> well, yeah. So we have all watched. We have all, all two of us. <laughs> we, we both watched, re- revisited the entire DCEU, sans Peacemaker, even though I wish I did. But, nah. But. I gotta watch that again. It's been too long. It has. I'm bad at rewatching shows. Me like, too. I want to, but it's just like, because there's so much. I'm like, oh, God, do I? But. But, um. Yeah, so uh let's start general thoughts. It's bad. Yeah. It uh, you you go first. <laughs> um I don't know how to. <laughs> I I have some nostalgia, right? Mainly with like, you know, Man of Steel because that came out during a year of my life that I really enjoyed. <laughs> I'd do mm-hmm. that again. Um, right. But, like, and and I do enjoy that movie. I think it, it was, it, it was a bit of a waste of potential. You know, it had, it had some really bright spots, had some moments that feel weird and dated. Um, 
and just others that were just weird in general, but like you know, Man of Steel, I have nostalgia for that. And then I kept going. And going. And going. And going. Until we had one movie that I actually really liked. Like, legitimately. And thought was a good movie. And then going. And then going. And now it's about to end. Finally. <laughs> I... I don't... I don't... Like... This is the quintessential, like, you know, people always talk about, you know, Dark Universe. That didn't even get off the ground, you know? No. This is everything wrong with the concept of a cinematic universe. Yeah. Not that that concept is inherently bad. I don't mean to say that, but, like, it is the, the textbook definition of a bad cinematic universe of everything wrong of everything that could go wrong with one yes you have retcons you have inconsistent you have visions you have clashing visions and instead of feeling like cohesive and representing different aspects of a universe they just feel like they clash and and retcon shit at the wall yeah and like it has so many had a revolving door of people coming in to like fucking be like hey i'm gonna do it like, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to run the show. I'm going to get this back on track. I'm going to wreck it. I'm going to wreck it. <laughs> Fat loser. <laughs> like in Ralph Breaks the Internet. <laughs> Remember that shot, right? Yeah. That's what Dream went through. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, but but this this universe is it's a fucking mess. And yeah. I'm going to get more into this like it was doomed from the start, but uh get give your general thoughts. So yeah, so this it's shit. <laughs> It's just shit. Like, <laughs> oh great, my recording stopped due to a little disc space. That's great. Okay, um, <laughs> that's fine. So, All right, Craig, don't fail us now. Don't fail me now, buddy. Um, so, yeah, just, I, I don't even know how to begin now. Uh, I was never a fan of this universe at all, even a little bit. Like, I did not like Man of Steel when that came out. Like, I don't hate it. I just don't enjoy it. I think it's bad. Mm -hmm. And a just the roughest start imaginable. I, not imaginable, but like, it was just a really rough start for them. But they could have turned it around. Like, there was a chance it could still be good after that. And then it just kept going and going. And falling apart harder and harder as it became clearer and clearer every second. Nobody at Warner Brothers knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. 
Like that that's like the key difference between Marvel and DC right now. Kevin Feige knows what he wants. Even like, if it's getting what, a bit and eh right now. Right. Whether that what he wants is good or bad is up to in, just interpretation. Like that is subjective as all hell. But he knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. And he makes it happen. It's consistent. It's been getting too consistent lately, but still. Yeah. Like he that that guy knows what he wants, he makes that happen. Nobody at Warner Brothers knows what they want outside of money. So there's too many cooks. It's too many cooks in the kitchen in terms of the head. But like not enough cooks in the writing area. Like No, they got David S. Goyer, baby. I, I got a nice uh, clip right here to uh, perfectly encapsulate the, the DCU. Hang on. All right. It's a piece of shit! <laughs> That's from the that's from the AVGM Spider-Man video. Good. <sighs> but yeah, no, like let, let's start with like, you know, the beginning. Like, you know, uh Green Lantern being the failed one, we don't really have to talk about. Like that was meant to be the start. That was which, supposed to be the beginning. Which whoever decided Green Lantern should start. The DCEU. Why? Go away. Like shit yourself. Green, like Green Lantern's great. The character, not the movie. The character. The the characters, even. Yeah, all fifty of them. All fifty of them. Like Green <sighs> Lantern, great. That does not. A, a, that, a that's not how you starter, start a DC universe. A universe starter. It does not make. No, like. You start with Superman or Batman. Yeah, and you know, they had the right idea of starting with Superman, right? Yes. The problem was they didn't want to do him. <laughs> yeah, the problem is they didn't actually want to do that. Here's something, some behind-the-scenes things I will give to Zach, right? He wanted to do the trunks. He did. Superman. Like, he, he was like, he was no, that, that's Superman. That, and, that's and what he was. And like a lot of stuff with Man of Steel that people would attribute to Zack was stuff that was Warner Brothers. Was Warner Brothers because yeah, they wanted no. they wanted this to be like the Dark Knight. Yes. I mean, hell, the story was made by Christopher Nolan. He did the story yeah. treatment for this. I remember there were a lot of rumors at the time that like this was supposed to connect to the Nolan movies. Mm-hmm. It's like man, I mean, if that happened, that would have been the worst fucking thing possible. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, because I I remember the the Dark Knight Rises poster, um, the the teaser poster of like you know the the bat symbol on the sky with all the crumbling buildings, which is a cool poster by the way. I actually really like that, um, and like the graphic they had in the teaser trailer, like that was cool. Um, but one of the falling rubble looked like a Superman logo, so that's why people were like theorizing and whatnot. Um, and also it was filming around the same time that Dark that Dark Knight Rises was filming. So people were kind of, you know, assuming because of that. Um, I will say the trailers for Man of Steel were very good. I liked them a lot. Uh, the teaser trailer was fun. The latest yeah. Comic-Con trailer was cool. But it... I don't, I don't mean to say Zack was dissing in Superman because he did uh, he, want to try. 
I genuinely do believe that Zack does love Superman. Yeah. It's just that he loves Batman and Watchmen way more. Yeah. Like, and he kind of let that bleed together because they were kind of like the DCEU was in a really weird spot. Like when Man of Steel released and when in the aftermath of like, I remember at Comic-Con, I remember seeing this happen at Comic-Con, like online and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. They're doing, Warner Bros. was doing their panel. Zack Snyder came out and he said, we're making a new Superman movie. No, you weren't. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's like, it's going to be something very different. And to show how uh, here's Harry Lennox reading an excerpt to kind of give you a taste of what's going on. Um, Harry Lennox, the guy who played Martian Manhunter um, and the general guy. Um, oh, boy, my Internet's kind of being weird. That's fun. Anyway, let's oh see how this turns out. Um, well, I'm still here, so it's fine. Uh, should be anyway. But um, so he was like, he read the passage from the Dark Knight Returns of Bruce being like, I want you to remember Clark in all your most private moments. I want you to remember my hand at your throat. I want you to remember the one man who beat you. And nobody in the audience got it, which I thought was hilarious. Do you remember watching that video of like yeah. of like the audience reaction? Nobody reacted to it. Nobody knew where it was from. That's all you need to know about this universe. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's all you know about DC in general. They think like, the audience knows more than they do. The audience thinks they know more than they do. That too. <laughs> so a mix of both. Oh no. Like, like man... Y'all think DC is confusing now? Wait till I tell you about the Legion of Superheroes. Oh boy. Which one? Yes. Yes. Uh, but, uh... But yeah, um... So... Like, so then they showed the logo of, like, the, the Silver S logo, and then it showed the Batman logo behind it, and everyone screamed their heads off. Like, back then, I understand. You know, people were like, like, oh, fuck, they're finally doing it. This thing has been in development for, like, 20 years. They're finally doing it. Yep. Um, but, but this is where things get rocky, right? Because, you know, then, like, the production of BVS went off without a hitch, really. Like, there were no problems there. They, let, they basically gave Zach carte blanche until yep. post-production when they made him cut out 30 minutes. Um, yep. Here's the problem, right? It's bad. <laughs> that that that's the one thing, yeah. But <laughs> it was a bad movie. It was a bad movie. But here's one thing, right? They didn't know what they they couldn't agree on what the plan was. No, because you have Zach being the guy who's make who made Superman. He's making the glorified Justice League, pre- which is a Batman movie. And then Justice League, right? Yeah. He's directing all of these. So you're basically pinning this guy and his vision at the top of the pyramid, right? Yep. But well, he has a... other characters we want to make money on. Like, he has a very wildly different... Like, and to his credit, from what, you know, the leaked stuff of his uh, original Justice League whiteboard plan that he showed off at that... uh. Um, expo like two years ago, like in that 
that museum thing of the Snyderverse or whatever, whatever it was. Um, he did want to pay respect to the movies that were planned. You know, like he, yeah. like in Justice League Two, they were gonna have Doctor Poison, they were gonna have Captain Cold, they were gonna have these villains from this other solo movies that came out. But the thing is, after Justice League Two, it was straight up just his way or the highway, yeah. right? Because like, yeah. and not, not this, and like you're, and like yeah, a lot of those plans did change. In later iterations, Bruce wasn't gonna cut Clark. You know, cowards. <laughs> Spider-Man movie, he would have. <laughs> Bitches. <sighs> but but yeah. Um. So, I uh, like. How do I? So it's so weird and bizarre to me that they just kind of assumed that Zack would go along with the plan that they had, if there even was one, or vice versa. Like, because it it felt like there was there wasn't much communication, right? It felt like when Zack was. It felt like Zack went away for a week and planned out his stuff and the the executives planned out theirs and they just kind of hoped that they would line up somehow. Mm-hmm. And then they saw oh this shit could not be less compatible. Yeah. Like 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 I said to Zack's credit, he was going he was going to take into account the the roadmap that they that they released in like uh, 2014, you know, the one that said the Flash should be out in 2018. <laughs> Didn't they also say they were going to do a Nightwing movie? That wasn't part of that roadmap, but they did okay. say that that I think Chris McKay, whoever the director of the Lego Batman, was, I think Chris McKay was gonna was gonna do Nightwing. Okay, but that original roadmap was like you know the ones we got like you know. BVS, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, uh, Justice League. Then The Flash was supposed to be after that. Then Aquaman. Then Shazam. Then Justice League Part 2. Then Green Lantern Corps. And then Cyborg. Not a single one of us. (laughs) (sighs) Insane. It, it, it like, it, like he was trying. Like Zach was trying, you know, to, to take this into account. But like, they were planning a universe. Zach was planning a little saga. He was planning a like a trilogy, like a five, like no two a five pre- movie trilogy, a five movie trilogy, basically. Like Man of Steel and BVS are the prequels. Then the Justice League trilogy, and then that's it. That that yeah. was his plan. Yeah, that um, that's what he wanted to do. And then Warner Bros. is like, "But we want Marvel. Mm-hmm. We want that. That they, they can make like twenty movies. What? Why are you only giving us three? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "That 
that's the story I want to do, man. And like this had to have happened, like re- like this really had to have. Um. The. Uh, like the ending of a production of BVS or ending mm-hmm. of post-production or whatnot. That was when the cracks started forming over there. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, yeah. And like, yeah, I don't know. And it then, you know, BVS comes out and <laughs> The, the, like, listen, I know that movie has fans, I get it. We do not mean to insult any of you, by the way. No. No. If you love Zack's vision, if you love BVS. You love Man of Steel, I get it. Mm -hmm. Like, I 100% understand. But, the reality is that this is important, this is the reality that everyone has to accept the reception to both of these movies, but especially BVS was bad. Mm-hmm. Like, Man of Steel was, like, mixed. Like, it, it was fine. Like, And BVS is still mixed, but, like... Leaning much more negatively. Especially because the theatrical cut is legitimately much worse. Because it makes everything not make sense. They cut out literally everything that made the story make any lick of sense. Or have any connective tissue. Yeah. It it needed the ultimate edition to be a cohesive story. But even even then, as as two people who recently watched that ultimate edition twice... uh, It's still not a good story. Like, the thing is, is that, like, one thing, one thing, you know, for for starters, you're asking a lot of people who were lukewarm on your previous movie to be tuned into your three-hour blockbuster, right? Mm -hmm. And this is very different from, like, you know, a Martin Scorsese joint. (laughs) Joint. My brain just went to Spike Lee. For <laughs> he calls all his movies. He calls it. He calls all his movies a Spike Lee joint. The only one he didn't was his Old Boy remake, and for good reason because that movie's not good. Oh fuck! Now I'm thinking of fuck. You said Spike Lee. I'm thinking of the fucking that one NBA game where he did the story mode for it called Living the Dream. Based. Spike Lee joint. Based. I love that man so much. <laughs> but but that but like game the, has CGI Chris Bosch who looks like every character in the Flash movie. I love looking at uh I love listening to uh, cutscenes from NBA games with the with the basketball players voicing their characters. God. They're so bored. They do not know how to They don't know that. what they're doing. They're just reading the paper. <sighs> oh, and uh, in other news, by the way, uh, Superman Lois is basically deleting the entire supporting cast. In its oh, yeah, the they, they've slashed the entire budget, basically. Yep, they should have just canceled it. Yeah, they, they should have. 
They're dumb if they think they can keep revenue going by taking out a lot of what makes the show work. And also its production budget. <sighs> anyway. Um, just checking. Can you still hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, good. I, it, it seems like my internet's still working, but the internet's pinballing between each of the strands on mm. the logo. But, like, it's still working fine, so, eh, whatever. I'm fine. But, so, yeah, for, like, it's it's very different from, like, you know, Martin's it's very different from a real movie, you know, like, right. like, like, like Irishman or uh, upcoming Killers of the Flower Moon. You know, people will tune in for those because it's Martin Scorsese. You know, like people yeah. are going to go see those. Like, yeah, whether no, Ma- Martin Scorsese is like one of those guys. Like he can do whatever he wants. Basically, he's got that name. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who he is. Yeah, and I've actually heard Killers of the Flower Moon is really good and really really respectful to the subject matter and to the people it impacted and actually brought the people it impacted on to, you know, like went to their reservations to film and gave like, you know, you know, hired a lot of people for a lot of them for catering, you know, and, and like crew and stuff. Like basically they, they gave a shit about, about the subject matter and how fucked up it was that, and how fucked up racism is, you know, like so, so I do want to see that. I do, I do want to see that movie when it comes out because I've heard very good things about it. I mean, not that you never not hear good things about a Scorsese movie, but in particular this one, I do, I do want to see it. But, mm. um, yeah. But there are very few directors and circumstances I feel where the general audience would be willing to sit through a three-hour blockbuster event for them yeah like like there's scorsese james cameron fucking uh, peter jackson mm-hmm. and that's hey, it and the russo brothers are an exception because they had the decade of marvel movies leading up to Endgame. yeah that's the that, thing like that made the audiences everyone was invested so mm-hmm. everyone was willing to sit through three hours of of Thor Fortnite jokes. <laughs> I do I do still really love that movie, but Same. God, a lot of the Thor stuff felt so close to being good. So close. The concept of him becoming really depressed like this mm-hmm. is actually really good. And then they made fat jokes. Uh... Scott Steiner. <laughs> Every time I think of that clip, I lose it. <laughs> you put every ounce of hate into that yell. I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. <laughs> God damn it. See, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you. Sacrifice. I love being able to show you that video of his son, his real-life son, referencing <laughs> the, the, the Scott Steiner math. God. And everyone in the audience got it. I love that. Perfect. But, but yeah, like like you said, like Marvel had to take ten years to get enough investment to like do a three hour movie. And even then, it was at the eleventh hour of whether or not they'd be allowed to have it be three hours. 
Disney was still like scared of the investors and what, but like they're like this movie needs to be done this way. Just let us do it. Granted, we didn't need Thor, Fortnite, and fat jokes and Hulk dabbing, but you know. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> anyway, it was 2019. It was 2019. That's what it came out, right? Yeah, yeah, 2019. Okay, I I couldn't remember if it was 19 or 18. Yeah, 18 was Infinity War. God, it's been but, five years. What the fuck? Uh, pain. That's all I feel. Anyway, um, yeah. So like for for starters, like three hours. God, I forgot what the other thing I was going to say was. (laughs) Like, like, yeah, asking, you know, for three hours. uh, After your first movie, you've had such a middling reception. Is a big ask, you know. And, but, even more so, you know, like, people were just not into this. General audiences were just not into this darker tone. They They weren't. weren't. They didn't want this. Like, because for for Batman, it works. Everyone else, no one wants that. So I, I think the, po- the the best way to s- describe it is like they've already seen it before, done better. Yeah. Like, I do like that Zach had Batman be more comic booky. Like, that's good for sure. But I don't think people connected with this version of Bruce. Because the Nolan movies basically drilled it into everyone's heads. Bruce respects life and doesn't want to kill, you know? Yeah, like, like even though in those movies he does, it's always... It is, in at least generally, like, a collateral damage type of way. Like... Like, the, the only exception is, like... Is, like, Two-Face. Where he actively, directly tackles him off the fucking... The bridge, and also Talia. Yeah, but eh. he didn't like, give a shit at that point. Nah, nah. It's okay. I'm gonna kill myself in an hour. It's fine. <laughs> I can break my rule once. <laughs> Lord <laughs> Jesus, take me in your arms. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> And then Jesus just kicks him in the hell. You don't know. But yeah, so then people see this version of Batman who is much older. Going on a massacre. Going on a massacre, but also like one they don't know, one who is much older. And the thing is, despite all this, people still liked Affleck's performance as Batman. Like that was yeah. the, that was kind of the collective thing that came out of one of the collective bright spots that like a lot of people agreed on is that they liked his performance, but people didn't connect with his characterization because let's be honest, guys, it's very confusing because they skirt around it a lot. Like yeah. even in that movie, Zach skirts around it a lot. He doesn't know if he wants to make Batman killing a story or not. Yeah. Because he, he uses a lot of subtext with it. But, like, it doesn't work because, like... I know writers who use text and they're cowards. (laughs) He learned from... Nick Spencer learned from him. (laughs) Yeah. 
God. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, like it, you know, this, like you show Batman killing people through just like reckless collateral damage and whatnot, basically just a lot of manslaughter and like not flinching at it at all, not caring, running people over with his car, shooting them with bullets and whatnot. But the story is that he's branding people and choosing who gets to die in prison and whatnot. Like, who is the worst of the worst that gets that is a signal for other prisoners to kill them. But also Lex Luthor is paying people off to kill those people. So the brand isn't really it's so it doesn't confusing. Even mean anything like it, it can't decide on what something means, you know, <laughs> It doesn't want to decide if Batman's actually being like a horrible monster or if it's all just step number 7075 of Lex's billion step plan to annoy Superman. Mm-hmm. Like, it's trying to have this movie is the ultimate example of trying of having of trying to have its cake and eat it too. And it I'm, I know it works for many people. But it doesn't for us, and it didn't for general audiences. No. and Because, here's the thing, guys. If it did, we wouldn't be in this situation. What? No, it was all sabotage. You would well, have had the, be, the Zack well, Snyder cut of Justice League from the beginning. You wouldn't have had to campaign and annoy the shit out of people over it for fucking, like, five years. Like, let's be for real. It was sabotage with Justice League, for sure. It was. 100%. It was was factually sabotage. Factually, it was. But um, for BVS, like... It was just bad execution. It was bad execution that didn't stick with people. Yeah. And then, you know... And then kill off Superman, second movie in. No one cares about him, though. Because the movie doesn't take the time for you to connect with a symbol yeah. of hope. And, like, the the first movie didn't do enough to get you to connect with them, really. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so, like, again, I know there are people out there who's like, Henry Cavill is my favorite Superman of all time. It's like, that's great. I'm happy for you. But most people don't really give a shit about him. Like, I think th- the lead-up to Black Adam... Twitter was severely overestimating how much normal people actually give a shit about Henry Cavill's Superman. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's sad to say, but, like, most people either don't care, don't remember, because it had been, like, om- it felt like ten years since he'd been in a movie, mm-hmm. or they don't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they just don't like him. Like... It does suck to say, but that's that's just how it is, you know? Yeah. Like, it... And we're not saying this to insult Henry Cavill. No. Because I think when he's allowed to have Supermanisms, like... When he's moments, allowed to do things? Yeah, like, in Man of Steel, he has a lot of moments, so I'm like, that's great, that's good, more of yeah. that. Yeah. Like, Like, I love the ending of that movie. I think it ends in a really good place of, yeah. like, like... I think, you know, the movie the movie is has problems. It does. Like I'm even as someone who enjoys it, I am not denying that. 
but I like it as a concept of this is Superman's first outing. He's not ready yet. He's not there yet to be that figure. And he's left to a choice that he feels he shouldn't have had to make or he should have found another way. Right? Yes. So now the movie ends in a place of he's going to become this symbol. He's going to become... This is it is an origin story of him facing darkness and in a sense kind of falling to it and re- and seeing how he has to become better. You know, they didn't structure it entirely well, but the 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 gist is there and it's shown in the ending of how because I, I do like that end of him going to the Daily Planet, starting his career as Clark and Superman, I think that's good stuff. And then BVS just kind of comes in and is like, hey, fuck, what if that, what if that didn't matter? What if, what if this entire movie, everyone just fucking hates him? What if he's until the end, until the end, when he dies, all of a sudden they all love him. Says a lot about society. (laughs) And how we live in one. And how we live in one. (laughs) Like, it's so ridiculous. Just. <sighs> that, that, the way that movie treated Superman is just weird and ridiculous. Like, I understand what they're going for and what they're trying to say and do. And we're not even saying there shouldn't be conflict in terms of the world distrusting this big meat alien man. <laughs> like a fucking God just showed up and like, decided I'm going to help. It's like, uh, what's that mean? Like there should be a conflict about that. But when you do that, that's when you just, you know, kind of focus in on a villain like Lex Luthor or Manchester black or something like that. Or, or like you give time to sh- really show us and like explain to us how Superman feels because the thing really never because I'm I'm sorry guys uh that montage of him like you know helping people while looking depressed and then that part where he white saviors those dudes and looking weird and uncomfortable isn't enough and then the, the building blows up as he's standing in it and it looks like he dropped his phone in a puddle and he leaves. Like, I need to see this man devastated. Like, he sh- like that's the thing. Like, we're not even saying... He's, oh, he he's too is. reserved. He's too reserved. He is. Like, he straight up is. Like When Batman is more emotional than you, that's a problem. It is. Like, we're, we're not like... No, the issue isn't that, oh, he needs to... He needs to smile more while he's, you know, saving people and whatnot. Like, no, he just needs to have emotion. He needs to have emotion. And this movie didn't allow him. This movie really cut him off from everyone. And you could make a story about that, but the movie wasn't concerned with that. It was concerned about Batman and Batman and more Batman and Batman. Did you know Batman's was... in this movie? Batman. Batman V. <laughs> Dawn of Batman. Dawn of Batman. Batman. But, but yeah, like, we could go all day about, like, the things that went wrong specifically with BVS, but the gist is that 
the way this movie did Superman and Batman didn't connect with people. No. It didn't invest them. It yeah, didn't no. make them eager to see what comes next for them. Yeah. P- people resonated with Wonder Woman because yeah. she actually looked like she was having a fun time. She actually looked like she wanted to be there, which is really depressing considering Man. <laughs> the, Man, act- considering the actor's ability. And, uh, and then that, that second Wonder Woman movie happened and everyone decided, you know what? Never mind. We're good. Never mind. <laughs> we don't want that. Ugh. But Shazam 2 happens. Like, why are you still here? Go away. And then the flash. God. Oh, yeah. By the way, later on, we'll give for the flash. Um, We don't give a shit. We're sorry. We don't. And you shouldn't either. It's it's an it's an it's an unethical movie with very unethical things. And people specifically chose to do those unethical things when they could have chosen not to. So that's where we'll leave it. Also, right it just now, looks like shit. Yeah. Look at all that money go in the furnace. That's where it all went. I refuse to believe that movie cost over $100 million. <laughs> and if it did, it all went to Michael Keaton. All to him. All of it. No one else. No one else can have the money. <laughs> Only Michael Keaton. Only Michael Keaton. Birdman. <laughs> Squawk. Really is kind of depressing looking back at Bird. <sighs> that is. I feel horrible. <laughs> that... Uh, that movie was all about hey, you can beat, like, stop trying to be more than what you just just a superhero actor. Just come back and make the moolah and whatnot. Like, people have pointed to Vulture, and I'm like, at least that's something different, you know? At least that's a bad guy. At least that's a different character. Yeah, Vulture's a very different character from fucking Batman. But then he just comes back here and all. And then they were like, he's so good, we're gonna make him Batman forever. He's like, oh no. And then they went, wait a second. And looked at his birth certificate and went, oh, He's old! <laughs> what? <gasps> we need a new one. Get out of here. Get Ben Affleck back. Wait a second. <laughs> He's old too. Okay, George, come in. Wait a second. <laughs> Do all we know are old white men? That's a problem. We need it. We need a younger one. Twilight Man, get in here. Oh, hey, he's actually good. Oh, sweet. Wait, but he doesn't want to do the universe thing. Damn it. Damn it. All right, we need someone between Twilight Man age and everyone else we know age. Like, 40. Ow. <laughs> and then they died. And they died. The end. That's the end of the episode. Goodbye, everyone. We won. Uh, but but yeah, like we could talk all day about BBS and this specific movie. But the aftermath of it was um, Warner Brothers taking all the wrong lessons, which is a running theme. Believe it or not, who would have thought? <laughs> 
Um, so they take oh. from this movie, okay, we need to make it all more like Marvel. Oh, you mean making, you know, consistent, you know, kind of like, you know, easy to follow movies that are, you know, very well. New audience. <laughs> oh, no, we need fart jokes. We need trading cards. So many Jesus Christ. This is where the problem began. Yeah, like, as much as we don't like, you know, BVS, at least that movie had characters. Yeah. Like, like the only, the closest thing to what I would call a trading card moment is the PowerPoint presentation of the yeah. other Justice Leaguers. But even then, I that's just like a snippet of like what's to come in the next movie, where mm-hmm. they actually delve into these guys. So like, that's... Yeah. That's fine. So let's go from one movie that had a solid production, but then crashed and burned at the end, to a movie that was doomed from the start. The su- uh, not the Suicide Squad. That movie was good. Uh, just Suicide Squad. We need better fucking titles over there, man. Me too. They need to fix this. They should have called it Trial by Fire, I think. Yeah. But I guess they want to have it come across that it was a it was a soft reboot. So. Eh, oh, this is the sewer shit squad. <laughs> Thank you, James Rolfe. Ass. <laughs> yeah, so uh, all the biggest problems with the DCEU, I think definitely really, like, not just with, you know, like, the they were simmering from, from like, Man of Steel to BVS, for, and that was on Zack's end. But, like, in general... Suicide Squad was the li- was the was the flashpoint, aha, uh-huh, if you will, of a uh, of all this because David Ayer's hired, he's given six weeks to write a script. That's it. And Voted. people pe- people try to say, oh, you, but scripts get, can get written in short amounts of time. It's like for a blockbuster, do you know how many fucking drafts you should probably be doing of a script? how many you should be doing during production. Like, no movie is, no blockbuster, at least superhero movie anyway, or modern superhero movie, is is just like, you write a script, and then you just go from that directly. You're rewriting during production. You want to know why a lot of, a lot of productions are halting right now? Because, because of the writer's strike, because they can't make these alterations without the writers being there, so they can get their fair pay and whatnot. Yep. David Ayer had six weeks to write one script, and he needed more time to, like... He did. Because, let's remember, he admitted himself, in his own words, that he regretted how the story turned out, that he regretted making Enchantress the villain, and that it should have been Junkster. <sighs> This thing was doomed from the start, okay? It was doomed like, from the word go. Like, there is no secret third cut of this movie that is actually... Right? Like... Secret good fourth Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> there, there isn't, because the original plan was so messy because he didn't have the time for it. And then, you know, all the creative choices with character designs are weird and odd mm-hmm. 
Like, I'm not going to fault, you know, them casting Jared Leto at the time, because at the time he was a very in vogue. He was like, he just won an Oscar. Like we're, we're not going to be like, they should have known. Cause like, let's be honest. They probably, or they will to be maybe some, I don't know. I don't know. There, there are many good people over there. So I don't, but like, then <laughs> yeah this movie tried to sell itself on just redoing Heath Ledger again, which is all sorts what? of fucked up what no remember how the Dark Knight got a lot of hype because of the reports of Heath Ledger method acting and they blew it out of proportion because really he was suffering from addiction. And you know, that mixed with, you know, the dark places that he was going into with method acting, you know, kind of I'm not trying to assume anything, you know? Like I'm not trying right. to like but he didn't Heath Ledger it wasn't because he went so far method, you know. But even then, it felt kind of gross that they were trying to manufacture the hype that surrounded a deceased man yeah, who left the world too soon, who was unfortunately struggling with something very bad, mm-hmm. but doing it with Jared Leto as a look at me, I so weird and wacko, I'm mailing dead rats and used condoms. Aren't I so quirky? I'm just like the junkster. The used condoms thing still makes me disgust to this day. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's just awful. Like, I don't care what role you're playing or who you think you are. That's disgusting. That's straight up disgust. Like, just in a general sense and in like a ethical sense. Like, that's disgusting. Like, there's a very real art that's sexual harassment. Yeah, it, it's like, and he tried to say, "Oh, well, I did good things. I I wrote for actors, and I and I, you know, uh, like made cupcakes or like, dude, you mailed dead rats and used condoms. What is wrong with you? Well, clearly, very a lot is wrong with you from what we've seen in recent years, but yeah, that whole situation didn't really help." Um, the movie had a very troubled production because Warner Bros. was breathing down his neck the whole time. And then, and then, BVS came out. People didn't like the dark tone. Okay, guys, reshoot time. Let's get her done. They did not get her done. No. This movie became a Frankenstein's monster of original footage, reshot footage, different cuts of the movie, like different cuts made by Ayer, different cuts made by one, different cuts made by trailer part who edited the trailers for the movie. And then the final cut was just fucking 
hodgepodge of all of them. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, this movie was a financial success, mainly because they knew who to market to, namely Hot Topic Kids. Yup. I remember back in the day, it was back in the... God. It was my senior year of high school. How was my, how was my saying back in the day? Christ. Ugh. Old. old. But, yeah, like... It... It... Like, back, like they had, you know... They had the alternative artists that were hit with the kids on the soundtrack... They had 21 pilots. They had Imagine Dragon these nuts. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> I'm so sorry. <sighs> Every time I say Imagine Dragons, I, I can't not say Imagine Dragon these nuts. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm carving damage into my forehead right now. <laughs> oh yeah, the designs too. You know, they too. were all bad except Deadshot. Deadshot was cool. No, they cooked with that one. Yeah. It's that the others. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck is the chantress wearing? <laughs> Nothing. Why is she dancing like that? Why are you doing that? But but yeah, people really like... With all these DC movies, it's a denial thing of, oh, it was fine. Like when you first see it, and then you're like, oh, oh no. Yep. But yeah, Suicide Squad, it was a financial success, but critically it was a failure. So much so that they didn't fast track a sequel. I remember when Mel Gibson was apparently going to make a Suicide Squad 2. God. It would have been even more God. racist. I want to, like, peel back the veil and see the timeline where that came out just to see how fucking horrible it all is. <sighs> Deadshot would not be there. I would not. Mel Gibson recast him with himself. It's crazy how he's had a redemption in Hollywood. Like they're letting him they're letting him do stuff again. That's crazy. It's disgusting. <sighs> I feel bad though, because I keep anytime I see it. It in like the news, I keep getting him and Mel Brooks mixed up, and they're two very different people. Don't do that to Mel Brooks. Don't do that. No, I don't want to. My brain just does it. (sighs) They're very, very different. Yeah. But yeah, Suicide Squad was like you know a very like like commercially it was it was a success. With it, it did resonate with some, with like you know that demographic kind of of edgy teenagers. But with everyone else and critics, no, it it's a fucking mess. It's genuine. I I have it as my worst. One. 
because it's just so awfully made. Yeah, as a movie, it's definitely the worst one. Mm -hmm. But Wonder Woman, that kind of went off without a hitch, kind of. It was a success commercially and critically and audience-wise. But that third act was definitely reshot. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Are you, are you trying to insinuate some? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Good. Like, at least Wonder Woman felt like the tone it had was intended from... You know? Yes. Like, it did have some edginess to it, but it also was something that... It had, it had humor yeah. that actually worked. Yeah, and it had that feeling of like, maybe people are cool. (laughs) Maybe people can be good. Maybe that thing that Ben Affleck said at the end actually means something. Maybe, who knows. Oh, nope, it's all all just gods, okay. (laughs) The, The bad one makes us bad, but the good ones makes us good. It's it is absurd. It is those last like twenty minutes destroy the entire rest of. The- it goes so against the point of the, the story that it it feels like in a story like this, Wonder Woman is not supposed to be initially right. Yeah, no, you you don't make the fish out of water correct from jump about their assumptions of the world. Like, that's not how that works. Like, they try to have it still work by, like, being like, oh, was the good guy kind of... that was Ares? Oh, no. It's like, oh, he, he wasn't causing the war. He just gave them all ideas per the poison and let's be real, to shoot Archduke Fernadan. He wasn't causing the war, he was just causing the war. It's totally different, wait. <laughs> no, no, it's it's totally different, guy. He's not he's not influencing the the, the, the Germans or nothing at all. Really why are they hugging how that just dead? Yeah, that, that ending was very And then the war just ends. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm crazy. So I don't think that's called. how it happened in real life. No. At least with Captain America 1, you know, like, it ha- it's doing its own thing over here during the war. You yeah. know? There were many battles during World War II, and Hydra is, like, trying to strike out as their own super Nazi action. Like, it doesn't have Cap shoot Hitler, although that would be based. That would be um, great. But it doesn't. We need a, we need like a special presentation of the original Human Torch just busting out of his tube to go burn Hitler alive. Yes. He just starts. It just plays Doom music the whole time. Exactly. Exactly. That's how we make a good fucking movie. Remember that comic where Duke Nukem? Uh, I need to read that comic because that's so. I love that they made Duke Nukem so. They made him so (laughs) fucking base like. 
with that one guy who was dying, he was asking like uh, if you know if anything is if any of this because you know he was he was a black man and he was fighting in the war, and you know at the time a lot of a lot of you know people of color felt like you know in for America it's kind of pointless considering all the racism just a bit and uh and he was asking Duke Nukem like if and it'll be worth it and then Duke was like and then Duke told him about MLK in the future and then as as the man dies he says hail to the king and that's where Duke Nukem gets the line because that's fucking based that's real and and he scares Hitler into shooting himself and calls him pussy. That's real. Why can't Duke Nukem be like that in games? Why can't we have a game like that? We're not fucking making a Duke Nukem game. <sighs> if they do, it'll take another 20 years. Good. <sighs> I, I just say that because looking back at Duke Nukem Forever, good fucking lord. Jesus Christ, that shit. <sighs> just in terms of, like, the content of, like, you know, the subject matter and the jokes. Very gross. Everything bad. Everything bad. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> But but yeah, like Wonder Woman mostly went off without a hitch. Reshot that third act, no question about it. Yeah, Justice League. Oh God, where do we begin? There needs to be a documentary. There needs to be. I would watch a four-hour documentary of the making of Justice League. Like it would have to be made by someone other than Warner Brothers for sure, because. Warner Bros. ain't gonna tell on themselves, but... They're gonna cut out all the actual important shit. Yeah. So, this movie was absolutely intentionally sabotaged. Like we said, this is actual. This isn't, like... This isn't speculation. This isn't, like, Snyder Cult stuff. This is factual. They, They tried to fuck over Zack at every turn. And, like, yeah, we, like, even though I enjoyed Man Steel, like, you know, we weren't like head over heels for his first two outings, but I think we both agree, you know, a director shouldn't be fucked over like this. No, really shouldn't be because good God, like apparently like, like there's so much to get into, but like we don't have time. So like, I'm just going to give like cliff notes. Like they, they hired Joss Whedon as like a, as like a secret third writer that Zach didn't know about like way back in like even when they first started filming, apparently like Jeff mm-hmm. Johns had a summit with him or something and like had him to like rewrite stuff on the fly, like behind Zach's back and whatnot. Like it, it was they like, you know, Zach I'm pretty like, well, first of all, suicide squad wanted to dark, want to do Steppenwolf and then, they're like, no, we gotta do them in Justice League. Why? Uh, because we gotta set up the, the the bad guy with the lower tier bad guy. Oh, no okay. other Dark Side has like a thousand of them. Yeah, but we, we watched Avengers. We got we 
look, the MacGuffins are cubes. Do you ever see Avengers one? No. You know Avengers one. Where are you going? Come back. Okay. I'm gonna go watch Avengers one since it's clearly what you want me to watch. I don't know where that voice came from. It just started. <laughs> it, it worked. But like they were, they were like, like, oh, Joss did Avengers, so he can help with us. But it does not work because these are two very different movies with very different contexts. Very like they have bare bones similarities for sure, right? Yes, like that can like that that can actually be addressed. You know, Steppenwolf is is the Loki of this. Yeah, Mother Boxes are the Tesseract. Yes, Dark Side is Thanos. Yes, but Zach wanted to actually make Dark Side a character in the movie because he wanted to not just have him be in the shadows. You know, like and like. And this is all, you know, we're saying this in hindsight. We saw the cut of of uh, of Zack Snyder's Justice League. So we know what we're talking about here. Yep. But, like, even when he was doing production, they were still, like, fuck him over at every turn. And then, you know, Zack's daughter tragically passed away. And he left the production to take time to be with his family because of course he would, you right. know? And then Warner Brothers did the fucking might, be, might just be the most high profile, like scummiest thing a studio has done to a director like this, at least in recent memory. Right. They took his pet project and just fucking had Joss Whedon beat it with a hammer and harass and abuse all the all the actors and crew members because Jesus Christ like the fact that they really made like all the actors say Joss Whedon was great at that comic con that year when like they were all being you know asked, like they, Ben they Affleck fucking hated him like Ben Affleck apparently relapsed due to this mm-hmm like, and we're not saying this in speculation. Like, this is this is real, you know. And then, of course, you know, Ray Fisher and all the the racism and harassment he he endured. Yeah. Uh, Gal Gadot being screamed at by Joss, telling her telling her he could like have her career finished in a day or something. Great, great feminism, Joss Whedon. You're so slay. <sighs> like it's so disgusting how this whole thing happened and they they were trying everything they could to cover it up it's almost like this is a running theme of them covering up stuff in order to make a yep (laughs) not even gonna play the roof here just like nah Like, and then the movie came out and it was fucking terrible. 
Like the just the justice cut, the Joss Whedon cut is one of the worst blockbusters I've ever seen in my life. Like I forced myself to enjoy it when I first saw it. Yeah. Cause like again, denial. This is how it starts with these movies. But like but it's just terrible. It looks like shit. CGI Superman mouth looks god off. <laughs> looks like an annoying orange video. <sighs> but none of the shit they did was worth it. They couldn't Frankenstein this movie into being a there's one. They couldn't. Because no. it, it's an impossible task. Because again, these are different characters with different history. People watched the last movie. You know, they may many of them may not have enjoyed it, but they watched it. Yep. So like they're not gonna come into this and be like, oh, it's just like Avengers One. Look at Batman. He's so funny. Something's definitely bleeding. It I watching that movie was just so depressing knowing that all the actors were being like harassed during this by Joss. Yeah. Like seeing Ray Fisher say booyah like during that. Like he was he was dead inside. You can see it. Like he doesn't even smile during it. Like it It it's so it was such a fucking disaster. Like I don't know if there's ever been a disaster big in recent memory. People could say quantum mania, but I don't even think that is that much of a disaster. Yeah, no, that that one's bad, but it's not at this level. Yeah. Like it's just not. Mm-hmm. Like, and then this started the release, the release of Snyder Cut movement, or as I like to call it, the "if you give a mouse a cookie" movement. Yeah, like here's the thing. Back then, the reason I feel I feel like the reason a lot of people were against it back then is a lot of the loudest voices in the community were forty year old fuckheads. Yeah, like there was. I remember this because I was on comic book Twitter in the heyday. Back in like 2018, when this was at its height, one of them, one of the one of the Snyder Cut people, uh, took a scene of from a movie where a family is watching TV and then they get killed by Nazis. They edited the family as watching him, and then they edited their faces on, and then he edited like his face and the faces of other Snyder Twitter people onto the Nazis. Killing the family. I'm just going to say who it is. It was Film Gob. If y'all remember who he is. I don't even know if he still does anything today. But Oh god, I remember him. You have people who are actually genuinely like, certifiable. Like. Like. Like, I do not dislike Zack Snyder at all. Right? Right. Like, I, I even, like, you know. Once I have, you know 
gotten past the people who have really drowned out the noise and saw the truth behind what happened with Justice League when more info came out, I was like, yeah, release it. You know, like, just just do it. There's no reason not to. Unless the reason is it makes you look bad as a company, because why didn't you just release this before? But I digress. Like, this movie spawned some fucking vile people. It was insane. Like, do you remember Alf's? The guy with the the, the cowboy bebop, the the Spike Spiegel AVI on Twitter? That dude was certifiable. Yeah. And again, he was apparently a 40-year-old with kids. They called themselves Film Exile. Do you remember that? They all had hashtag Film Exiles in there. It's so corny and so stupid. Like, ugh. And like, they they started just blaming Marvel everything. I was like, what the fuck did we do? It's always their fault. Like, they make good movies. They couldn't decide if they were mad at like Marvel or Warner Brothers. It was always pinballing back and forth. Yep. Like they needed a scapegoat and take anybody. They, they needed someone to be mad at. And you know, the answer was actually Warner Brothers, but they didn't really stop there because why would they? But basically it it spawned what we know nowadays as the Snyder cult. Because let's be honest, that's what it fucking is. Yeah. It's it's a borderline cult. Like Yeah. They praise this man like he is God. And it's like not even people treat Martin Scorsese like this. Guys, he just makes movies. He he's just a, movies. He's just a chill guy who makes movies. Like Leave him be. Leave like it's so bizarre and weird, and I and like it's it's really it it's I don't think Warner Brothers ever thought that making a cinematic universe would start a fucking cult. <laughs> like <laughs> no one could have predicted that, but it did. It did. This is the impossible outcome no one has seen. People are calling AT&T employees, telling them to release the Snyder Cut. What the fuck are they gonna do? Because AT&T and Warner Brothers were merged as a company back back then. What the fuck are they gonna do? Sir, I'm here to sell you phone (laughs) plans. I'm here to sell you a fucking phone. Can you not? It it was insane. It was genuinely certifiable. I like, don't know who Zack Snyder is, sir. <laughs> I don't watch these movies. I'm a 70-year-old man trying to support my my family. <laughs> like I barely know how the phones work. It was so weird because like the Snyder Cut movie start, like let, let's like they they did do some good things, you know, like they raised money to get a school of children to go see Black Panther and whatnot. Yeah. Like, you know, raising money for, you know, suicide prevention, you know, like 
a lot of people in the in the release of Snyder Cut movement, they had good intentions. Yeah. And, you know, like supporting Zack through a very difficult, like one of the worst things anyone would ever have to go through, you know, yeah. like we're this is not indicative of everyone who is who is a fan of Zack Snyder and supported the release of Snyder Cut movement. No, this is not indicative of them. I'm talking about the cult, the ones that mm-hmm. harass people on Twitter and harassed employees who are at the cell phones. Not the cell. We're at the phone lines, like taking calls. They're at the cell phone. <laughs> it it was like 2018, 2019. Comic book Twitter was just a fucking cesspool. Like it, it's insane. Like nowadays, you th- like nowadays when you think of wars on like comic book, comic book movie fans versus film Twitter. Back then, it was it was just. Yeah. It wasn't even DC versus Marvel. It was like it was just Zack Snyder versus everyone. Not Zack Snyder the man. Zack Snyder the fan base. Yeah. But yeah. Nowadays everyone just yells about Amazing Spider. <laughs> As they should. We're a proper country. <sighs> but if only you fuckers were there, which we watch the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Don't. They're shit. They were not amazing. They weren't. They were bad. Andrew and Emma were. They tried really, really hard. They did. (sighs) But... Uh, but but yeah, um, so Aquaman, uh, yeah. again, that's one that kind of went off without a hitch. Yeah, the that, script that was definitely their most successful one up to this point. Yeah, because I mean, it broke a billion. Yeah, like didn't do well critically, but like you they know, they don't care. They don't care. <laughs> they just care. They it just want money. money. So, like, that pretty much went off without a hitch. Uh, Shazam went off without a hitch. They were it on just, an upswing. You yeah. know, it seemed like it, they started to learn just, their lesson. It just didn't make money. Because it came out right after Captain Marvel and right before Infinity War. Oops. <sighs> Oopsie. Next time. Next time, baby. We'll, we'll, make a, we'll make a Shazam movie that'll make money. Wait. <laughs> Uh-oh. Right, we're raggy. Zachary Levi, what are you saying? St- why are you on- getting on Twitter? No, no, Zach. Why are you on the 700 Club, Zach? Zach, who are you talking to? No, no, Zach, stay away. No. Kakuto, what are you doing here? We already got rid of you. Oh, no. Uh, Freddy actor, what are you saying? <laughs> Whose name I don't remember. Jack Dylan Grazer. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Jack Bauer, why are you here? Jack Bauer. <sighs> Movie was shit. <laughs> yeah. 
The first one was fine, though. No. Oh boy, comic book movie TikTokers are fucking saying that the Flash. That it was? That the Flash is better than Spider Man. They, they need. And it's better die. than Across the Spider Verse. They need to die. Now let's it's... take a look at this real quick. He's easily better than Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Fine. The Flash is my favorite superhero of all time. So when I heard someone else was going to be taking the role, I didn't want any part of it. The Flash move. <sighs> need to every, just ban people from talking. Every, every sentence from that mouth hurt. I want to die. Which one were we talking about again? Were we still on Shazam? Kind of. Like... It... Shazam didn't have didn't have too much trouble really just no. just the just the release date yeah um then well Jonkster isn't really part of this but that was that, successful. that doesn't count yeah that that, that was a an unmitigated success they, they mm -hmm. got a fucking Oscar yeah didn't deserve it well actually it did for you no know, Joaquin Phoenix was gave a good performance uh. The, the score was great, so it deserved those. Didn't deserve best director, best 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 adapted screen, no, or best picture. Thankfully, didn't win those. Um, but yeah, then Birds of Prey uh, was where this new era of goodwill kind of teetered. Um, yeah, like yeah, like Birds of Prey was received fine. I think most people's annoyance with that movie came from just the oversaturation of Harley Quinn at the time. Mm -hmm. Also, that god awful title. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it was see like fine. It just it didn't make anything because it came out in the right at the beginning of the pandemic, so it was doomed. Yeah. And also, Sonic came out, came out like, the week after. The week after. Yep. People tried to make it a war about woke versus Sonic and kill me. I want to die. Give me death just like Sonic. Give me death just like Sonic. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I hate like, and but like it's like okay here then. Wonder Woman eighty four. This was the point of no return. Yeah. Like, we would already pass it with Justice League, for sure. But, like, this was really when there was no hope whatsoever of 
recovery. Like, not only, like, not only, like, was Jeff Johns a co-writer, this is like the height of his era at it, I still think, but I don't know if he was like, like, it, it was coming out around this time, like when, because this is also the year they announced the Zack Snyder's Justice League was finally happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still fucked him over by not allowing him to use Green Lantern at the end. Yep. Which is what he wanted to do. So he had to do Martian Manhunter. Um, but then Ray Fisher was blowing the whistle on the shitty business practices and the racism that he experienced from Warner Brothers and how, like, Walter Hamada was very okay with throwing Whedon under the bus, but wouldn't allow him to, wouldn't allow Jeff Johns to face consequences because nerds would be sad. Pretty much. That, that's literally the only reasons, because he wrote comics that some audience members didn't read. But they knew about them, kind they of. They knew. They heard. People heard about Blackest Night and Flashpoint. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. But but yeah. Um. So this story is very. One of many four is just such a weird movie. So bizarre. So many clashing tones and ideas, like, and also very unethical stuff. You know, if you attack the man who sexually assaults woman, you're evil. Kind of weird that Jeff Johns co-wrote a movie. If you fight back against the people that harass you, you're bad. I think it's trying to tell us something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to steal your bit. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. But yeah, uh, nobody liked this movie. No. Except for some video essayists who were Except trying, trying very hard to be like, but it's colorful and, and lighthearted. So... It's just like Sam Raimi. No. No. I missed the part where... That's my problem. Where Peter Parker had had sex with Mary Jane and one of them was in someone else's body. I missed the part where Spider-Man dealt with world dealt with the 80 the politics of the 80s very tone deaf way at least pedro pascal was there he had fun he had fun he put in effort <laughs> i still think when we were about when we were watching the fucking movie and it, it was at like the climax and like you know wonder woman had like the the lasso around him to like transmit the truth or whatever the fuck to the people to get them to renounce their wish and then then, you know Maxwell's Lord's like scream for his son and he's like like I renounce my wish and he just runs away he just (laughs) runs he's just (laughs) (sighs) 
<laughs> he just dips. I wish. I wish. <sighs> but yeah, no, this movie was not a success by any stretch of the means. Because again, pandemic, but also you know, day and date with HBO Max and whatnot. And they decided to do this for all the movies in 2021. Might not have been the best idea. Although it was convenient, like, it's hard to say because people try to, like, be, like, super, uh, like, I've, like, this is a very gray area, you know, like, they should have let directors know ahead of time that they were doing this because. Yeah, that that's the thing. Like, this was an issue, right? Like, they, they didn't let the creatives know until, like, a sec, until, like, minutes before they announced it. Yeah. Like, no, they, this is something that should have been talked through with all the creators to, like, renegotiate contracts and whatnot. So and, like, assure them that they'll be gonna work. fairly compensated and whatnot. Because, you know, a lot of them are banking on theaters for getting enough revenue to green light more work or to get more work or to get more sequels and whatnot like dune especially dune was banking on its movie in order to get dune part two which thankfully it did um but but how funny would it have been if it didn't though (laughs) would have been very sad but also kind of funny just a little bit but we made a whole movie that's just a fucking like two hour long advertising for the next movie and then the next one just doesn't come out Mm-mm. nope DC is very good at this oh it is it's very good at this but it is a gray area cause like a lot of directors like for example like I, I can't tell if this was Warner Brothers or, or Nolan but from what it seemed like it was Nolan really pushing stuff, like, there was a pandemic. Like, Tenet will save the world. It didn't. Oh, no. I, I need to look back at what actually happened. But, from, but like, it, it seemed like it was shown that Nolan was, like, very resistant to delaying the movie. He was. Like, I he remember that. Like, because all other movies were getting delayed left and right, but he was like, "Nah, my movie need to come out." And then he blamed it on Warner Brothers left. So yeah, this could be wrong. I'm just recalling what I remember from when it was happening uh, three years ago. You know? Yeah. But it, but like. That's the thing is that there was a pandemic and they needed to get some revenue from these movies because studios were losing a lot of money. Yeah, they, they couldn't just delay them. Yeah. Because like, it's like too late. Disney wasn't hurting for money at all, so they could. They could easily. Or just put them on Disney Plus and boom, you're good. That's also because they don't care that much about creative know the uh the compensation they'll get and whatnot but that's why disney was easily able to delay stuff and or put it on disney plus warner brothers as we all well know they haven't been very profitable in a while (laughs) like 
So it, it was a thing of like, guys, people, there's a pandemic. We don't have a vaccine yet. We don't know when there will be a vaccine. So we're just going to do this. But they should have done it better. They should have actually talked to the creatives because it's going to it's going to end up making more people not want to work with them. Which is something we'll get to in a sec, too, but um, yeah, but yeah, uh, the Suicide Squad was on, went off with that. That was, but it wasn't really enough because the damage is kind of done from Wonder Woman and also oh, pandemic. Yeah no. It, yeah, no, like I saw it in theaters twice, and there were, was barely anyone there. Because yeah. pandemic, and also was you could just watch it at home. Yeah, no, there there was no reason to go to. And like, it was admittedly convenient, you know. Right. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I prefer the theater experience, obviously, but it was nice to have that option if I wanted to watch it again, you know, that I could just watch it on my TV. Right. Um. Same with when Matrix came out, and when we all watched Doom, because I wanted to watch. I couldn't get sick around the time, but yeah, yeah. I think the the thing basically is like, if people have the option to watch something at home, they're going to just watch it at home. Yeah, because we go to the theater because we have to. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that shit's on streaming, we're set. We never mm-hmm. have to leave. Never again. Ever. Yeah. It, like, Matrix was their last big movie. That, and, like, again with that, unless you were in, like, a big city, you wouldn't see many people in the theater for that. Yeah, no. That, and also... Everyone was waiting for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Because that, that was the one that brought people back to theaters, basically. Although Dune did do pretty okay in theaters. Yeah, Dune did fine. But Spider-Man, though. Spider-Man was the first billion-dollar movie since Rise of Skywalker, which is a bit unfortunate. But it's Star Wars, so of course it would. It was a numbered Star Wars. It was a numbered Star Wars, right. I forgot about Solo. Of course you did. My bad. Everybody did. Even Disney. Even Disney. That's why they never learned from it. Yeah, I was gonna say. (sighs) I really hope that the rumor that... uh, What's the Han Solo actor's name? Alden... Alden Ehrenreich? I hope the rumor that they're they're actually considering getting him back to play Han Solo in the fucking Loney movie is true. I hope so, because they should. They should. Like, like, does he look like Harrison Ford in episode 4, 5, 6? Four? Not really, but I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care. I just want an actor. I want a, I real, want a, a real human being and not a robot. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I... I'll get you a lot. <laughs> That ain't even Teddy Sears. It's a fucking Kendall on the Jake Eric outfit. 
Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and can you stop? No. Then die. <sighs> but yeah, Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad was not without a hitch because it's James Gunn. They let him. They gave him carte blanche to do whatever he yeah. wanted. Yeah, no, it, it, people love James Gunn. So yeah, no matter what Snyder Twitter will tell you, people fucking love James Gunn. They do. They go to see his movies. I mean, Guardians Three just crossed eight eight hundred million. Yeah, and one specific Snyder person is trying to cope so hard because he said he said like, will will Guardians Three even sniff seven hundred million or five hundred million or whatever? Then it made more than that, and he's shifting the goalpost like one billion. It's because it's the only way he can win. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it also never made a billion. Any of the Snyder movies. Any of them. Not a single one of them. But if you adjust for inflation, no one cares about that. Even if you adjust for inflation, it doesn't work. Nope. Remember when people tried to say that Zack Snyder's Justice League actually made like 300 billion or 3 billion or something. It was some absurd number. Like, cause they were like, Oh, the, the streaming amount. I do believe that was, that was the most streamed movie that weekend or even for that month. <laughs> that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I believe it, but that doesn't generate revenue. Like, like a movie in a movie theater does. No, because th- what that generates is just HBO Max subscription numbers. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, that's good and all, but that's not the cost of a movie ticket from every human on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like, they pay that shit once at the beginning of the month, they watch the movie, and then they go watch something else instead. Like, that's how it works. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that, I, again, the Twitter and Snyder cult Twitter specifically severely overestimate how many people have actually seen or give a shit about the Snyder Cut. They do, yeah. Because, like, I'm sorry, to most people, that just sounds unappealing. Like, mm-hmm. like it's a four-hour cut of a of a DC movie that they didn't like five years ago, mm-hmm. featuring the director of the two movies that they probably also didn't really like that much. What? No. Like, guys, people don't give a shit about those. They don't. They don't. And before you say, oh, but it trends on Twitter every day. Yeah, because you guys keep talking about it. Because you guys give a shit about it. Guys, did you know that if you tweet enough about something, your Twitter feed's only going to show you what things that are similar to what you tweet out? Oh. But it trends every day. 
Are you looking at the trending page or the the discovery page that shows topics that you would be interested in? But it says hashtag Zack Snyder right there. With like 15 things under it. That, that, That means people love him. Children, Jesus Christ, we <laughs> are babies. Uh, Again, none of this is us knocking Zach as a person or as a cre- or as no. creative because no. we both agree he, sh- he he shouldn't have been fucked with. Yeah, with no, yes. I, I am glad the Snyder Cut exists, even if I personally don't enjoy it that much. I'm glad it was made and that he got his shit out there because yeah. he deserved it. I remember enjoying it when we, I like I'm not rushing to see it again because it is four hours. It's four hours long, man. I got shit but to do. I do remember it having really solid moments and the, the connective tissue flowing a lot better. I thought Steppenwolf actually had a character. That was nice. You know, like, yeah, he was Calvick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I thought even though Superman was still a plot device, at least he was cool. Yeah, he did cool shit this time. I thought the time travel scene was pretty fun. I thought yeah. Cyborg was just perfect. Cyborg no was great. Perfect. Yeah, no, I have no no complaints with Cyborg. They did him fucking perfect. Like, the scene where he gives the, the single mom $100,000 and then just smiles while watching her, like, that's how you. Sh- this That's is the a per- fucking superhero. Like it was the fir- It was the moment that made me like, okay, I think Zach finally gets it. Yup. Like you could say he always did, and that BVS was like a D. De- no. I okay, sure, whatever. But here, this is when it felt to me that I felt like I understood him as a creative. Like I, I felt like we were on the same page. You know. And and Ray Fisher did a great job, and his great scene in the mother box when he says, "I'm not broken and I'm not alone." That was great, you know. Very depressing that Warner Brothers just fucking blacklisted him because he dared to speak out about being harassed. Mm. Didn't blacklist all the other actors though. Wonder what the difference is. Anyway. <laughs> oh, look at this mayonnaise. What did you say? Look at this mayonnaise. <laughs> but but yeah, uh Zack Snyder's Justice League was a was good for them PR wise, you know? Like yeah. it didn't get like super duper favorable views, but it got no. it did get, you know. It got Good the reactions. most praise out of any of his other DC movies. It did. And that is something to admit, you know? But yeah, James Gunn's Suicide Squad went off without a hitch. Peacemaker, you know, people on it, Twitter try to make you believe it's 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 not. It's their biggest success. It is. Like, like, <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago, there was, like, this one tweet I saw, like, why is he everywhere now? And it's a picture of, like, Peacemaker and, like, some... DC comic, and I quote tweet with, 
Because he's the only one in the past decade with a live-action project that's had, like, almost universal praise. Mm -hmm. He's literally the only one. Like, And people I keep get... trying to argue me, but the Batman, though, and I'm like, that's different. That's fucking Batman. It's different because Batman's already everywhere. Yeah, he can't be more everywhere. <laughs> like, what, what more could they do to put him in things? Put him in Marvel. <laughs> that's Honestly. literally that's literally the only thing left they could it's do. It's the only place left to go. He shows up in Spider-Man. Again. Hey, remember that time we teamed up to fight Joker and Carnage? That was cool. It was crazy. What are you doing now, Peter? Oh. Oh no. Get out. But 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 this is my suit. Get out. Go to Gotham. You'll have fun there. They'll break you. <sighs> Alfred, get the gun. It's time to break the rule. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't got that rule. You're fine. Go for it. Uh, here's some good news. Uh, the director for Star Wars thirteen thirteen is now working on the Amy Hennig uh, Star Wars game. She was working on one before, which was being made by uh, Visceral, I think. Who oh, made yeah. Dead Space. And then, and, then that got, and then that got canceled because fuck you. Um, yep. But, uh, I mean, Outlaws is basically a 1313 spiritual successor. So it's nice that, you know, people who worked on canceled Star Wars games are. That's, that's good. Yeah. But yeah, like Peacemaker was a successful series. It people was. liked it. It got good reviews. People, People watched like John it. Cena, he's funny. And he's a good actor, actually. Yeah. Can't believe it. Warner Bros. finally made a sequel to The Marine. <laughs> I, I could not tell you how much I lost my shit, because I had heard about The Marine for years. Me you too, know, yeah. It's one of those fucking WWE shit movies. There's like a billion of those. And... I lost my shit because I already knew John Cena was, of course, mm -hmm. but I lost my fucking shit when fucking Peacemaker's dad, the <laughs> T-1000, was the bad guy. <laughs> I was like, you gotta be shitting me. Sean, I'm here for another universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. And then kill you again. <sighs> and also John Cena was based because Peacemaker is canonically by in, in the DCEU. And yeah. Not even as like a haha -ha funny thing. Like Just it. like, no, he, he likes dudes. Yeah. And that was John Cena's idea. Like, I didn't know John Cena was chill like that. <laughs> That's cool. Go for him. I, I worry sometimes because of the crowd that he worked with. But yeah, but good. He's he's cool. He's based. He's real. He, he, he hosts a wipeout. Being chilling. 
You could tell how much John Cena legitimately loved working on Peacemaker because he never took that outfit off. Never did. No, he he loved being Peacemaker. Like it was the most fun he's had in like a decade. It was like the most fun I've seen any DC actor have. <laughs> Yeah, oh, for like the years leading up to like Endgame and Fairy War, how like any time that there would be talks with the Marvel actors, they always looked like they had such like a good time making that movie. Especially Tom Holland. Like he he's always a ray of sunshine with that shit. But like it was joy. Then you talk to the DC actors and you just hear Hello Darkness, my old friend in the background <laughs> every time. Especially Ben Affleck, poor Especially guy. Ben Affleck, uh I still think about that one interview yeah. with like him and Henry where like Henry's like going off being, you know, being a nerd talking in death about like the movie and like all the, all the shit that he he's done for it. And you just see Ben just like staring at the floor, just like <laughs> thinking. And then he just says, I agree. <laughs> he <laughs> he doesn't, he does not listen to damn thing. You did not hear a single syllable out of Henry's mouth there. You know what? Fair. <sighs> like, John Cena very much enjoyed being Peacemaker, and I, I can't even believe that they're carrying him over and, like, Suicide yeah. Squad stuff over. When are you going to find actors who are that passionate? Like, never. Never. He, he, he put a lot into it, and you can tell. Like, it... I thought I thought it was great character development that was very unexpected. Like I was worried about a peacemaker show because I'm like, we really want a show about an asshole. Like, like I yes. I don't like I don't want to see this again from James. And then he has peacemaker confront his childhood trauma about being raised by an abusive, bigoted father, who's who's a fucking clansman. He's a super clansman. <laughs> He's a super. He runs the Super KKK. It's called the White Dragon. He dresses like a Power Ranger villain. Like, he's Lord Zed's evil racist cousin. He is. Like, he's got the same color scheme. And he confronts inverted. He confronts his trauma very believably by being from like from like a white trash trailer park upbringing and whatnot. And like, he and his brother were like the only solace he had in. They were forced to fight in fight pits and shit. And, like, it was good, deep character work. And, like, building friendship with all the people he was working with, uh, with, especially with, like, you know, Adebayo and the pain of, like, you know, her betraying him and, like, pinning it all on him because he was, he was a scapegoat for everything if it went south. Like, it, it, it was good shit. It was good stuff. And guys, the point of all the cringy jokes he makes is that he's an, he's idiot, an idiot who believes this stuff. Superman That's doesn't the... actually have a poop fetish. Peacemaker's an idiot that believes everything he reads on the internet, just like you guys. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It feels like they were kind of like, is this, is this fucking play about us? <laughs> <laughs> is he talking about us? Like, should like, I like reflect on things about myself as a person? Like Snyder calls this for like so offended by this. They're, they're making fun of you. It's 
it's about you guys. Like, Green Arrow is not a... Like, James literally had to go go out of fucking podcast and talk to people like they were children and be like, no, Superman does not have a poop fetish. Aquaman does not fuck fish. Green Arrow is not a furry that it, that goes to brony conventions as the back half. He doesn't do that. He He's an idiot who reads shit online that will make himself feel better about himself as a quote-unquote superhero. Like, it, it, no, but James Gunn said a thing. That means it's canon. Of, of course, of course, of course. So then, Dwayne Dynasty. The Dwayne Dynasty. This bro, goes even further back than the DC. This EU. goes back to fucking before Nolan. Two thousand. This movie's been in development for fifteen years. Dwayne still had. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say where Dwayne picked up a bunch of comics and went, "I want to be that guy." As he points at the Middle Eastern man, he's like, "Dwayne, you're not okay." This was back when Dwayne still had. Yeah, and when he was like an inch or two shorter. That's what it feels like. And sold less tequila. Like, I'm mm. not crazy. Did, did Dwayne get, like, bigger in the he past, did. like, five years? I think, I think he did. Like, like, not even just, like, in, like, a muscle sense. I feel like he just grew. Yeah. <laughs> he had to eat other recipes to get bigger. <laughs> That's where Ryback went. Yeah. Him and all his jobbers that they got off the street. Now Ryback just complains online. Maybe he was a good I wrestler. Love, I love, I love that. Ryback is. Where would you like to see me, for, in like terms of like you know promote wrestling promotions, as like a poll, and people all selected nothing. It was like AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan, and nothing. <laughs> Nothing got the most votes. Oh, CM Punk hates that man too. I mean, yeah, and he nearly killed him like two times. <sighs> but yeah, no, the Dwayne Dynasty has been building since two thousand and seven, even in twenty thirteen. Yeah. He was oh, announced to play Black Adam again. I fuck, yeah, I I fucking found the tweet. Like, which promotion would you like to see me return to in 2021? AEW, 14%. NXT, 8%. Impact, 6 Retire, 72 <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, I love it. It's so good. God. Oh man. At that point, I would just you never see me again. Never again. Just like how I'd be if I was Dwayne after Black Adam. 
<laughs> never hear from me ever again. Yeah. I'd lock, I'd lock myself in my home gym and never Never. Just assist off of my bad energy drinks and bad tequila. <laughs> no protein left. No protein at all. I am protein. Oh. Become... <laughs> I am become protein. The destroyer, destroyer of mitochondria. <laughs> <The mitochondria. laughs> Don't forget it's powerhouse of the cell. You need it. Dwayne is the powerhouse of the DC. No, no, he's not. He wanted he, to be. It's been so many years, but he would never. He never wanted to acknowledge that Shazam Existed. is Black Adam's nemesis. Oh, it's Superman. I want to fight Superman. He wanted to make his own fan fiction. It, it, it really does, kid, who loves this character so much that they want to like overwrite him with their own stuff and like their own context. And it's not since you know, kids, you know, they make fanfic and whatnot. No, like Dwayne made a multi million dollar movie. That was a fanfic, it was a failure. He he faked the finances to prove not in the flop. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> And then, they, and then he was actually like in trouble with that for a bit. Because he, cause Cause he tried to count like home video. video. He tried to like fluff up the price of like the, the, the money they got from like home video too. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like he's, he's trying to treat this like a wrestling promotion. Bro, it's a movie. He tried to hijack. Like he nearly hijacked. The entire DCEU. He did. He twisted their arms to bring Henry Cavill. Yep. Because they they didn't want him back because they got they wanted to move on. Mm-hmm. Their plan or was also not, but that's a whole other. Their plan was the Flash was gonna put in Keaton, Batgirl, Supergirl, and that would be the replacements. Yep. And then someone finally got in touch and said, "Hey, that's fucking stupid." Don't do oh yeah, that. we didn't we didn't talk about David Zaslav uh, fucking this all up yet. Um, oh yeah, uh, he's he's he ruined it forever for everywhere. Like canceled Batgirl, which was nearly finished. It needed like a week of work. Literally, like if they if they had like a couple of of posts, they would have finished it. But he needed the $75 million tax. Same with uh, Wonder Twins. Because he thought the $75 million budget was too high. That's the cheapest superhero movie you could make. And then like all the other tax write-offs. Just fucked up the plan forever. Yeah. So they had to just hit a reset button, but also not re. We'll get to that. Um. So yeah, no. Uh, Dwayne Dynasty tried to hijack the DCEU. It fucking failed. Like, it didn't connect with anyone. People 
enjoy The Rock, but like he he never wants to be a character. He wants to be an action figure. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, you he does. Like, cause what arc does Black Adam have in Black Adam? Black Nothing. Adam epic. That's literally it. His Hulk morals man. are never poopy. He never questions his morals re- ever. Like the He's only went, time he does no, is when right. is like, oh, I can't control my power, and this kid nearly died, so I'll turn myself in. <laughs> but like the movie never makes you. The movie is like, no, Black Adams is the way to deal with this. He's the only one that can fight this. The only one. Because we have to make uh, the Justice Society look fucking stupid. Hey, Amanda. I have a very important question for you. It's very important. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you call Superman the first time? If you can just do that. Okay. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> I want a scene of Viola Davis doing that. Blowing <laughs> the raspberry while being asked about that by heart. God. I have to deal with her for like however many years now. Blame her. Just get her to shut the fuck up. For once. <laughs> but yeah, no, Black Adam was a failure. It, it didn't. It didn't revitalize the DCEU. It killed it. it. Killed it. <laughs> this was this. Man. This was the thing that killed like any and all like hope for salvaging. There was, there was like a fucking molecule sized chance of resurrecting this universe with shit like this and the Flash and maybe Shazam 2 if it was good this movie took a fucking knife to it and cut that molecule in half to make an explosion Yeah, it killed everybody mm-hmm. it was over it was over Like that, it didn't work there was no, there's no coming back from. It. No, like it, it just it ended, like it did. There was no, there's no fixing it. Because like two months after this is when they announced that Henry Cavill wasn't coming back because James was taken over. God, I will never forget. I will never forget that where they made this big deal right before the movie came out. Going, Henry Cavill is Superman again. He made like this big post go like, I'm so excited, guys. I'm so happy to be back. It's going to be great. And then two months later, go, he's not Superman. He, he will be Superman. He's. We, we, we got rid of him. We, 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 want, we want a guy. Henry's like 40. He's younger. 20 or 30. <sighs> It was, there was no hope at all whatsoever. No. no. 
and again, I think, I think Dwayne and Twitter have severely overestimated how people actually give a shit about Henry Cavill's Superman. Yeah. Yeah, again, they did. Guys, Man of Steel, first off, was nearly a decade ago at the time of that movie coming out. And two, both that, BVS, and Justice League, which are the only three movies he actually were regarded as either mixed or bad. Mm -hmm. And no, Zack Snyder's Justice League did not save him. It didn't. He's in that movie for five minutes. Mm -hmm. Which is three minutes longer than he's in Justice still. No one cares. No I'm one sorry. cares. I feel bad, but no one gives a shit. Yeah. And they won't, never will, because I guarantee you by the time Black Adam came out, everyone assumed that Henry had been replaced like five years ago. Yeah. Or they just didn't remember him at all. Because again, <laughs> I'm sorry, his movies weren't regarded as good. They weren't. They just weren't. It's the truth. Whether you think they're good or not is up to you, and I'm I'm glad you enjoy them. But the general audience consists of like 99% guys like my dad who doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And don't like him. <laughs> it's it's just not <sighs> Need to let go. It's it's been time to let go since just <laughs> yeah, like and... I, I feel like they genuinely were considering rebooting not shortly after like Justice League came out, but then Aquaman made a billion, and they were like, "No, we have to. We just yeah. cracked the formula." And then they never did again. Yeah, I want to believe Jeff Johns was like trying to be dead. dead. We can salvage it. Nope. Uh, he was 100% the one especially throwing the Flash around the, the, the fix-it button. Just, mm -hmm. no, we just need to make Flash and we'll do Flashpoint. Which, you know, everyone knows how that works. The, the people won't be confused at all. And we'll just say, like, uh, the people stuff like happen and the stuff people... <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> And then they put Jeff in a straitjacket and locked him out. <laughs> but still took his idea anyway. Well, yeah, because it was such a good idea. Nothing bad has come out of it. Before, before that, though, in the, in the winding down of the EU, Shazam 2 came out and it was... <laughs> it was <laughs> shit. Yeah, and nobody wanted to be there. It was phoned in in all departments. Yeah. Even David F. Sandberg, after the movie came out, he's like, oh, I got my check, so... Yep. I got my fucking money. Peace. Like... <laughs> and then Zachary Levi never stopped talking. <sighs> Ever. Yeah, I wonder who the, the leader of the 700 Club that Zach was... Uh, was uh, who just passed away was... Oh... 
Oh, hey, I wonder who Zach follows on Twitter. Oh, no. This was it was it was never gonna work. Never. This this movie was never gonna work, and it it never. didn't. It was it was the most phoned in. We get obligation. Like yeah. I I remember it was supposed to come out after Flash, and that the explanation for the new costumes was Flashpoint, because mm-hmm. DC's DC's obsessed with this idea of, hey, how do we explain like these weird visual inconsistencies and like characters being there when they shouldn't be and all this stuff. And they just say either crisis or flashpoint. Yep. Every time like the CW after they did crisis on infinite earths, that's all they fucking said for, Mm -hmm. for for a while. It's like, Hey, wasn't that different before? Uh, crisis. Wasn't that character dead crisis? Weren't, wasn't that a girl before Crisis or Flashpoint? <laughs> I think it was the other way, but still, like, what, <sighs> Barry? Why'd you do that? <laughs> what character is this about? <laughs> Remember Diggle's baby after Flashpoint? Oh right! Oh right! Yeah. <laughs> like they just changed genders. Thank like, you, Barry. I think it was, like I. I think it was it was a girl, then it became a boy. Or maybe it was the other way, I don't remember. And it doesn't matter, because after Crisis, he got two. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, Shazam. Uh, Not shit. Good. Shit. It was phoned in, because it was purely <laughs> out of... They greenlit it, because the first one did well critically. Then they realized... We got nothing if we can't do Black Adam or Mr. Mind. What? We should read comics? Fuck. No. Dars of Atlas. Let's do it. Okay, what happened to Sinbad? Who? Who? That was so weird looking back. Like that they... (laughs) That that wasn't like a Mandela effect thing, right? Like that happened. From what I'm aware of, people are saying it was meant to be a joke about the Mandela effect of the movie about the genie with Sinbad called Shazam. And or, really, it was a movie with Shaq called Kazam. That's right, yeah. Like, because that so, was a real Mandela effect. So yeah. they were saying that this, people were saying like this was meant to be that, but like they played it so sincerely. I don't know what the point of this was other than like, a weird inside joke. <laughs> that's DC in a nutshell. Yeah, that's per- that's actually the perfect encapsulation of everything wrong. All they know is weird inside jokes that nobody gets. Yeah. Like, like, are we gonna talk about Flash now? Guess. Yeah. Okay, let's do this. Um, Fucking Nicolas Cage Superman fights a big spider. I'm like, that's so impenetrable. It's really like the only thing other than like he laughs at a joke that hears from two states over that survived that came out of 
that people were that like and when I say people I mean like nerds remember about like what that movie was supposed to be. The other thing being he fights a giant spider that's controlled by Brainiac. Like, why is this movie pandering to nobody but Kevin Smith? Like, this is for him and no one else. Because they want the, the nerd reaction in the, th- in, in the theaters. They want to make a movie. We'll take their phones and, and record the audio and then upload that audio to audience reactions on YouTube. Even though most of the other times stuff like that happens because the movie was good and exciting on, on its own merit. Yeah, like... Like... Again, Twitter overestimating how much the general audience knows or cares about this type of shit. Like... Again, trading card shit. That's what all trading this card is. Shit. Trading cards. Like... Just every time, and like, let yeah, you know. Actually, I do want to talk, touch on that a bit more. Uh, DC really thinks that people know more about like their lore as both like the universe as well as just a company in general than they actually do. Like, mm-hmm. like they just throw shit at people and expect them to just juggle it and accept it right away. And it's like, guys. People don't know anything outside of Batman. Yeah. They just don't. Like, like, you can't just throw the JSA at people and expect them to just roll with it because most people don't know what the fuck that actually is. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, most people think that's just the Justice League but under a different name. And if they don't, well, guess what? Now they think they're just a nicer Suicide Squad. So good job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't think it's a stress to say that I don't think most people know that Nicolas Cage was supposed to play Superman at one point. Like, like, I know he's talked about it before. Like, he's, like, Superman Lives is, like, a thing, you know? Like, there's, there have been documentaries on it, but... Yeah. But, like, I don't think most people really know that much about it. And, like, and then you throw in, and then he fights a giant spider made by Brainiacs. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is so random and weird. Why are we devoting so much time to this one? Also, they were cowards. They should have gave him the prototype suit where it was purple for no reason. Yeah, because that one's and, funnier. And with the like fucking and with the with the with the with the bright lights on. I would have accepted that one. That that's how you get real fan service. Dive into the even deeper to the real shit. Well, yeah, again, they they really think people care about the lore behind all this shit way more than they actually do. Because mm-hmm. they they want to be Marvel. They they don't understand that Marvel had to like work for it for a while, and unfortunately, now Marvel 
is falling into the trading card moment trap. Yeah. Because phase four is full of them. I, I don't think... I think Eternals and Multiverse of Madness have the worst ones imaginable. God, they do, yeah. Like, it's like... Like you Doctor said on Strange, Twitter with... Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, Doctor Strange 2 had fucking white hair purple lady show up in a portal in a Doctor Strange movie. Hi, I'm Skippy McDippity. I need you to come with me. Literally. Literally. <laughs> and it's like, how... What the fuck's my dad supposed to think about that? Sam Raimi did not film that. No, he wasn't there. That, that was Kevin. He's uh, like, what, are, post, what do you mean post-credit? What are those? I don't know I, what those are. I did are. one with Bruce. That was it. That was the only one I did. But, but yeah, like that, that one was probably like the worst one. Mm-hmm. Eternals, though, has two of them that are baffling. <laughs> with... One is, oh man, guys, are you ready for Black Knight was gonna step up and pick up a sword. That's a big... Also, Blade is there for some reason. Except you can't tell it's Blade because we haven't introduced him yet. Aren't you guys excited for the prospect of a Blade movie where he's not the main character and it's Dracula's daughter? And also... Also, John Snow is there? This random white guy is there. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> and and then we also go with, by the way, Pan Oswald and Harry Styles are here, and they're going to be important next time, maybe. Just don't look up Star Fox's history. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't look up Star Fox's G-Hulk. Don't. Don't. What, what are you doing? Don't put your phone down. No. Are you calling the cops? Bang, bang, and bang. <laughs> through the through the fucking screen. It's fucking Sylvester Stallone, the fucking toy maker. Instead of pointing <laughs> at the guy, he just pulls out a gun. It's like Final Destination 4 and the theater. <laughs> oh someone God. said, someone posted that scene. It's like, this is what Oppenheimer's gonna be like. It really feels like it, though, with how he talks about it. I'm sitting front row IMAX, baby. I want to feel like I'm being irradiated. I'm going to be looking like fucking Willem Dafoe in The Gift, just looking up, straight up, just terrified. <laughs> like I'm about to cry. <laughs> the fucking bomb goes off, and all I hear is ringing. <sighs> then I go to the doctors the next day, and they tell me I got cancer. But yeah, the trading card shit with, like, especially with Kang. Like, God. Yeah. Like, like the people are, they expect people to just immediately get hyped over, over Kang. And it's like, guys, even comic book nerds think Kang is a loser. Yeah. Because he is. Like, like at least they tried in Loki season one with character work and whatnot. They did. They tried to really build him up as, like, a big problem. Like, oh man, if you think one of these guys is a problem, wait till you meet infinite of them. And then Quantumania just shadowed him. Just told him about all these cool things that we don't get to see. And then he loses to the ants. 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 Yeah. Uh, But 
But yeah, uh, Flash movie history precedes even the Dwayne Dynasty. There's an entire <laughs> thread. The fucking like 80s or 90s. Yeah, there's a thread that Neb did Twitter about the Flash's production. We don't have time to cover all of it. But basically, this, this movie went through so many different writers and directors, it makes your fucking head spin. Like, good fucking lord. Like, Robert Zemeckis was attached at one point. The furthest up a version of it got along was with Rick Famuyiwa. And it was going to be the one where, like, Cyborg was a, was a, was a main supporting character. Captain Cold and the Rogues are going to be a villain. And then that didn't happen because Warner Brothers, and as we'll find out later, Ezra wanted it to be a big Justice League level movie because fuck telling a good story. Ego is what matters. Um, and fucking like then like you know the John John Francis Daly and John who who recently sorry I don't know if that picked up uh in case I didn't I said John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein the mm-hmm. writers and directors of uh recently the Dungeons and Dragons movie and Game Night um they also were writers for Homecoming um they were attached at one point again they wanted to do a a lighthearted low low scale movie but Ezra was like no 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 and then right. Grant Grant Morrison and Ezra were going to write stuff but then they only gave Grant and Ezra two weeks for it. I was going to say, I think they had like a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck did they said no to Grant Morrison? Jesus. How do you get Grant fucking Morrison to write for your Flash movie and then throw away their script? Mm-hmm. Like, bro, what are you they, doing? They apparently wanted to get Sam Raimi. And Mark Webb at one point, like good directors. No, no, we don't want those. And then they finally, like in 2021 or 2020, like landed on Andy Andy Muschietti. Andy Bullshitty. <laughs> that man's a hack. Yeah, like I've enjoyed his past work. I enjoyed Mama. I enjoyed both it movies. But good lord, he does not like the He hates the Flash. It fe- it really feels like he took this job for a paycheck and nothing else. Like and he had nothing it, to say about the character. It feels like they were like you'll get to do bat it goes back to the Zack Snyder. You'll get to do Batman. Oh, where do I sign up? Yeah, literally. Is that like it, because remember in 2020, you know they were talking about the like you know the uh, it's gonna be Flashpoint, but also into the Bat. Here's all these Batmen. Here's Keaton. Here's Affleck. This is gonna reboot everything and make Keaton the main, the main, the main Batman. No. <laughs> and then they added Supergirl, and then it came out that there's two berries in the movie, and the only main villain other than Zod is also Barry. <sighs> Looks even worse than I could have possibly imagined. 
We'll get to it in a sec. I really I need to get the preamble out of the way. Yeah, no, I, I understand. This movie's had like several iterations with so many different endings. Fucking Lord and Miller were attachable. That's true, yeah. We could have had the second good DCEU movie. But no. But no. We, we could have had Into the Flash first. Could have had a good movie. Could have had a movie. And that not doesn't. A toy commercial. Not that doesn't digitally grave rob people. And like, then all the Ezra happened. Um. And never stop. They did reshoots while Ezra was wanted. <laughs> that still baffles me. They did reshoots while Ezra was hiding from warrant. authorities and had warrants. Like, like bro. That's probably when is they this... did the, the, fi- the new ending. It's probably when they did that. Like, is this like old Hollywood shit? Of just commit murder. No one will care. Feels like it. Like, did, did they're that doing not all go this away? For fucking Ezra Miller. Like, what makes Ezra Miller what? so fucking special? What fucking dirt do they have on everyone? It's either like, that do or... They, do they know about the secret death cult under the Hollywood sign? What do you mean secret? Everyone knows about that. The one underneath that one, though. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like I feel like the answer is very simply just like they need this movie to be a massive they need this movie to make a billion they need they it do. to they, like, cause they spent so much I don't believe that report of the budget's only like 190 it's absolutely not no, no it was way they, more this shit's 300 million minimum half of it went to Keaton the other half went to paying, paying off, off the authorities. Paying off the authorities, yeah. <laughs> like, this movie's so fucking troubled. Purse. Like, because admittedly, yeah, it is in a position where it's like too much money has been spent to cancel it, you know? Yeah, no, they literally can't. It, like, like, Batgirl was low budget comparatively, so, like, it was a feasible option. It was a stupid option and they shouldn't have done it at all but like there was at least at least deleting that one from existence was an option for them yeah like i'm an adult i can understand that they can't that they can't that has the ethically questionable actor in it. right like i can understand that it's just that it they doubled down on everything like, yeah, they didn't, they chose not, like, they had three options, you know, like, of what to do with Ezra Miller. And, you know, it's like, keep them out of the spotlight and marketing completely. Have them be in it, but have them be like, my bad, y'all. Uh, oopsie. Oopsie daisy. I'm gonna go get my shit fixed. I'm gonna go to, to, to brain doctor. Make my brain good. And or or like option C, which is cancel it, and they couldn't do option C. So, you know, you think you think they would do option one, you know, just to fucking wash their hands of it all, but no, 
They wanted to bathe in the blood. They're going to quadruple down. Because let's not forget fucking that the, the production designer who said they'll make us forget about their crimes. The fact that they said that out loud fucking baffles me. They are so shameless. There is no shame. I mean, for many reasons. That's like, what, let's wrap this up with in a sec, but like, they've also, you know, sh- they're so confident in this movie that they showed a bunch of, they showed like hundreds of early screenings. So everyone's already seen the movie for free. So there goes like a good amount of your money. Um, and also spoilers. And also Andy Muschietti saying that Ezra's the only person that could ever play Flash right after Grant Gustin's tenure. Literally the day after. It was so disgusting. Like, like we're going to make an episode about the show and how much mm-hmm. it fell off and how depressing that is. And it is. But Grant fucking killed it, dude. Mm-hmm. He was so good. And he deserves fucking respect. So to say, literally, fucking history repeats itself because the same exact shit happened the day after the show started. Mm-hmm. When literally a day after, like the second episode dropped, that they announced the movie with Ezra Miller, and like Tom Cavanaugh and Stephen Amell were super pissed off because they're like, "Dude, we just got the show started, and you're already kneecapping us." Mm-hmm. And now, now that the show is over, literally an hour after they fucking, they air it, Andy Muschietti go on the podium going, yeah, I don't know any other that could possibly be The Flash except for Resume. You know, they're the only one. First off, that's just actually untrue, because Ezra is horribly miscast. Horribly. Like, I don't care what... Ez- all you you freaks on Twitter are telling me I don't believe they give a space on every single clip and scene that I have been shown. I don't. I just don't. It's not good. Even in Zack Snyder's Justice where they had the strongest character work they've had thus far, they were the weakest link. The weakest. Next to... Gal Gadot, of course, but, like, you get what I mean. Yeah. No. They were just annoying. And... Okay, while we're on the topic of The Flash, uh, Flash is checking to earn 155 to 165 million in the opening weekend. Uh, that's worse than Black Adam's opening. <laughs> They're done. That's apparently worse than what Transformers made. Yo. So far. Like, let's see, box office mojo. Yeah, wait. Oh, yeah, by the way, I saw that the other day. Very fun. Good, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I... I I, I don't... If you don't want to go out of your way to see it in the theater, I wouldn't blame you, because, like, it's it's not, like, groundbreaking or nothing. Like, it's just, like, a fun movie. Put on. Mm-hmm. Scourge was cool. Literally, General Grievous, but a Transformer. I loved it. <laughs> voiced by Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Based. And he was actually voice acting this time. It wasn't like Destiny. Yay. It was a tiny bit towards the end, but 
<laughs> but yeah, no, this is not making the slam dunk that they were hoping it would. And no. this could change based on like, you know, in-person ticket sales. Because, you know, a lot of boomers are go see Keaton, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. But, no. I, I've said before, even people that like, like, I remember the day the trailer dropped, like the day after I went to work. And there were people that I work with that never talk cape shit ever going, holy shit, I can't believe Michael Keaton's back. Mm-hmm. Like, again, again. Twitter is so disconnected from reality, they severely underestimate how popular Michael Keaton Batman truly is with people. Mm-hmm. Like, him and Christian Bale are Batman to everyone. Like, that's just a fact. Yeah. I just I don't know. He looks like shit. It does. Like, let's get into it. Everything leaked. Everything. <laughs> like from text stuff about the plot to actual clips of the most Flash important. Michael Reeves a baby. <laughs> Our hero, everyone. Hey, question. So you know how the Batman took the Twitter talking point of why doesn't Batman just use his resource to help people instead of punching them? Yeah. And took took that concept and, you know, made it use it very smartly of how a younger Bruce Wayne is so turmoiled is in such turmoil from his own trauma and his elitist upbringing that he kind of gets tunnel vision. It doesn't really see the can't really understand the best course of how to make a change because again of his elitist upbringing and because of and like how you know the riddler and the plot of the movie brings to light all these things he's lost sight of or just has haven't reckon or hasn't recognized and so by the end after you know the flood he realizes he has to become a symbol of hope and actually you know help people as, as batman instead of just punching them Yes, I'm. I'm very familiar with this. What if? It, what if we uh, just, you know, did a funny joke, him holding the lasso of truth, and and saying that his whole thing is bullshit, and then and that he should just give to charity. Ah, I see. So excuse to, to, me. To, to have a to have a clips on TikTok and and Twitter being like, see, we right. I'm back. <laughs> I heard the door and everything. <laughs> yeah. No, I jumped out my fucking couch. I was getting so ready for that. <laughs> it's fucking hot out here. <laughs> We're in hell. But yeah, his suit looks terrible. Um, it, it looks like a ball sack. Oh, I meant Batman's, but also, yeah, Flash's suit is terrible. It looks like an armored ball sack. 
<laughs> Michael Keaton has a terrible wig, terrible beard. And Zod, he has found him and he has killed him. But the Codex is in Kara because reasons. But let's get to actual big stuff. Okay, so the cameo scene. They're all bad. Hey guys, what if instead of using a pretty, you know, cost-efficient method of, uh, you know, using archive footage for paying tribute to movies from the past with actors that are unfortunately gone, and, you know, for actors that are still around, you know, hiring them to come in on set, even if it's just in a green screen, on a green screen, in a mocap suit, just having them come in, for a little sec, for a little clip showing these different worlds and and whatnot. What if instead of that, we just fucking made them all CGI monstrosity? Even the dead people, especially the dead people. Especially the dead ones. Even the living. Even the living, too. Teddy Sears is not there. He was not called. He didn't know. Neither was Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I like to think Nicolas Cage is like seeing, just like scrolling through Twitter, and he saw like the clip of fucking, of him fighting the big spiders. Like, what the fuck? I didn't sign off on that. I want to imagine that's what it was. Like, maybe that's why he looks so uncanny, so they don't have to pay him. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if that is the case of, like, let's make legally distinct Nicolas Cage Superman and legally distinct Teddy Sears J. Garrick Zoom serial killer man. Also, this whole thing is shot like a video game because every shot they do, it's always they have a, you know, like, full body shot or close up of the character, then pan around them like you're hitting ZL on the Switch controller. Like you're going from cutscene to gameplay. Let's talk about the most disgusting one. Uh, Christopher Reeve. Him and, and George Reeves. Like, oh yeah, George Superman. Reeves too, yeah. Uh, I forgot that... that None of his too. family's alive. They can't speak for him. Like, whoever owns his estate gets to sign off on it, and it's like, it's it's just, People keep trying to bring up, like, guys, but the estate and the family off on using likenesses for CGI stuff. I'm like, guys, did you know that doesn't make it much better? Did you know that's actually really weird? It's creepy. Like... Like, far from me to tell me how families cope with someone after they've passed. But also, isn't it kind of notorious that, you know, families and estates, you know, continue to profit off of a famous person, famous person's work and likeness after, after they've passed? 
Also, Helen Slater, Supergirl. Even though she's alive, still. Alive. Even though those two movies, I'm pretty sure, weren't in the same universe. It was very unclear. But see, we did it. You guys can clap. We confirmed the thing that has kept you all up at night since the 80s. No one cared, dude. No one's been asking no, but this th- question. They did. Andy Muschietti cared. Andy Muschietti's a hack. Yeah, that's the thing. It came out that all these cameos were specifically... They gave him carte blanche to do whatever with cameos. Yeah, yeah he, was given, he was given free rate. If it's a DC character, we'll do it. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, sweet. I don't have room for Grant Gustin or John Wesley Ship. Fuck him. I don't even have room to CGI them in or use archive no. footage. No, fuck them. Even though the show just ended two weeks ago. And I have nine seasons of footage to pick from. Fuck anyway, em. VFX workers, time to crunch like you've never cr- to make the most unsettling CGI model of Christopher Reeve, of Nicolas Cage, of Helen Slater, of George Reeves, of kind of Teddy Sears, but not really, of Adam West, all characters that are not Flash. Y'all can call me Captain Crunch, because that's what you're going to be doing once. Like, but with all, with all this in mind, it is so clear, like, and I said this on Twitter and, and someone said, like, I'm reaching, but I'm like, I don't think it's a reach to say that if the director of the Flash movie is given an option to have cameos and, and chooses picks everyone except for Flash characters and doesn't and even actors. have real actors, just CGI monstrosity that look like they're made in Unreal Legend 3. And passing this off as like a real thing. Doesn't give a shit about the Flash. As a character, as as a, as an icon, as 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 a franchise with history. Doesn't give a shit. It's just it's so disgusting and disrespectful and like so grotesque like Jesus Christ you really couldn't use you couldn't even take archive footage of Christopher Reeve and Helen Slater just and composite just like, them both into a single frame it would take 10 seconds <laughs> like we have to actually zoom into their world like we're there and have them just stare blankly at this big at this Big sky vagina. Like, you don't need to do that, guys. You, you can don't. just have them in the background, you know? Like, Archive footage is there for. You have. You own that footage. You, can, <laughs> you own it? I sense it. It's on Max right now. Have you seen No Way Home? They use archive footage for two characters and composite huh. them into the. Into the Kind of seamlessly. It looked great. Like, the only reason it's off-putting is because we've seen those movies. And we know those moments. And, and like, even then, like, for what what it was and for how they did, they're pretty good. 
Yeah, they looked like they were there. Yeah. I, I believed for a second, like, that was real, and that they were actually actually there, even if I knew d- d- that's old footage. Mm-hmm. No, we can't do that. Yeah, no. Grave robbery. We put Christopher Reeves' bones in as like a, as like an outline of where Superman will stand. It's so. It looks so terrible too. Like just like not a single the, one of them looks good. Like aside from like the ethical shit, it just looks terrible. Like it's so uncanny. It's so disturbing. They just look so dead in the eyes. Like the fact from that leave from that late clip, nobody for it for any of them. Oh, and yeah, we finally see Dark Flash in, in full. <laughs> when you get so high that you start getting scared. Like, oh my god, dude. Vo- what was his voice at the end? It's like... <laughs> Just looks terrible. Like, he looks I've like never, he's... I've never seen a worse design. It's covered in dried dog shit. Like, they literally just put Savitar and Black Flash through Dolly Mini and called it a day. Yeah. There is nothing in this design that looks remotely... Like... And Ezra looks terrible here, too. All three of them. Like, let me, let me show you this specific picture. Oh like, boy! I already show. I already showed it to you early, but I need you to look at this again. I, I need to. I need to see it. Oh, it didn't it? Didn't load. Give me a sec. God. Oh wait, now it did. Okay, never mind. God, just. Who signed off on that? Andy Machete. Like, how do you, as a functional human being, think this is a perfect design for my final? Like, look at them. Fucking dog shit shrapnel growing out of the arms. Like, this isn't anything. It's just a mess. Why does it look like their, like, right eye is, like, caving in? (sighs) How is this a thing? I don't... Why would you invent... Another Savitar. Why would you do that? Because.
so fucking terrible. Like, oh my god. It's dire, dude. And then the ending. What a perfect final shot to end the DCEU on. That's for Miller's broken fucking teeth. Some someone even replied to me saying that 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 wasn't in a screening they saw like a week ago. <laughs> they added that at the last second. Why? Who knows Why? if it's even in? Who knows if? Who knows it's even in the final one? <laughs> oh yeah, George Clooney's here. Um. Oh yeah, him too. He says, what's the matter with you? And that's the final line of the movie. Really, really kind of sums everything up, doesn't it? George Cooney just looks so... He looks like he just dissent with what he was wearing. I don't think he knows he's playing Bruce Wayne. I don't think so. I think he thinks he's just George Clooney. He's filming another uh, espresso commercial. Go for him. He's he's just like... (laughs) Also, is it bad that I keep getting him and Jeff Goldblum mixed up in my head? Like, I have no explanation. It just keeps happening. I can see it with the first syllable and whatnot. They're both old white men with white hair and beards and glasses. Yeah. They're all the same. They're all the same. All of them. It's just, it's terrible. It's so, like I said, it's, it's so fucking dire. Like, and then it just ends on terrible green screen, by the way. This was definitely done when Ezra was a fugitive. <laughs> they had to do it in a back alley lot where where the cops couldn't find them. And then they just smile. Their little tooth falls out. They look down like they shit themselves, and then that's the end. Someone tried to be like, but that's to show the effect the effect of what happened in the movie is still real to, uh, to Barry. I'm None sorry. of that matters. Ending your movie on a fucking fart joke. Like on borderline, like just shit post fart sound effect. It's like... <laughs> it's like it's like with Quantum Mania. Might even be worse. Yeah. Why would you choose to... Why would you actively choose to end your movie like that? I don't understand. (sighs) Just... Just... (sighs) Alright, we gotta wrap this up, because we're almost at five hours. So, closing thoughts on the DCEU. It was shit. The end. (laughs) Like...
this reboot that James Gunn is proposing that may or may not even be a full fucking it it was needed after just yeah there was no there was already no real salvaging it but then Aquaman tricked everyone to thinking oh maybe it'll be good now and then it wasn't yeah it just kept getting like weirder and and just <sighs> like again it it is no shock whatsoever that d c wanted James Gunn in charge of their movie after the suicide squad and peacemaker were such critical fucking amazing successes compared mm -hmm. to any other movie that they've ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Plus he has experience with Marvel, so he actually knows how to play that game. Mm -hmm. As opposed to to the DC people who are looking in from the outside going, Oh well Kevin Feige did that, so we should do that too. It's like he he did that like years after building up to it. Mm-hmm. You're jumping in when you don't even have your fucking forties on. Me. That sucks. <laughs> I hate it here. But finally moving on. Finally. Maybe. Maybe. I'll kill myself if not. I'm kidding. But <sighs> anyway. That's about it. I want to be free. Soon, brother. Soon. <sighs> Thank y'all for tuning in to our very long, very long-winded DCE eulogy. Hope you enjoyed it. We hope you had fun. I think of it like after the flash comes out. Fucking jigsaw trap ourselves to force it. <laughs> we never have to talk about it. Never again. Never again. Ever. Ever. <sighs> if you want to follow us on Twitter, our Twitter is at underscore. No, that's mine. I forgot. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I'm conceited. Anyway, if you want to follow us on Twitter, our <laughs> ad is steal our hundred words. <laughs> we're so close. We're so close. Uh, <sighs> thank you all for. Thank you guys. Our Twitter is at. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, speaking of like follow our our Spider Verse episode popped off. It did. Thank you all for that. 
Yeah. Who would have thought talking about Spider-Man gets views? It's crazy. Man, like a Spider-Man podcast. Why didn't we ever think of? I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, if you want to follow us, it's at Border Punch Pod. You can get up on episodes and stuff and whatnot. Thank you for tuning in. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye-bye.